I think every single person in this locker room is a competitor at the highest level. So, yeah, when you feel as if your back's are against the wall, you never have to feel like you got to do it by yourself. You look to your left and your right, you got guys out there with you that, that our whole point is to help each other. This one to Mims. That's Corey Davis climbing the ladder. To be able to go out and, and lead these guys, just to know how hard these guys work and how important it is to them, and then you get that chance to, to lead them. Everything that happened that needed to happen for us, it almost felt like kind of like a sign, like give it like a second chance almost. Gets extra pushes, running left. Maybe a little extra life breathing the block. Touchdown, Jets. Welcome to Jets Talk. My name's Ryan. I'll be your pilot tonight. I am joined alongside my co-pilot. I have Robbie Sabo from Jets X Factor. Robbie, how you doing tonight? Ryan, what's up, buddy? Um... Nice intro. It's been a while. I like this one. It's uh, it's pretty smooth. Um, Eminem, right? I'm an old guy, but that's Eminem. Oh yeah, right? absolutely. Okay. <laughs> love it, love it, boys and girls. If you're just hopping in, make sure you hit that like button down below in the description. You'll find the link to Robbie Sabo's channel, Jets X Factor. Make sure you sub them up. They do some great reporting over on Twitter as well. Really good follow. Got to follow Sabo, Nania, and Blue it over there. Uh, but without further ado, let's uh, let's let's get into some of your thoughts about everything going on around uh, the New York Jets. Before we we get into some of the quarterback stuff, I want to ask your opinion. How did you feel the night of the Hall of Fame Rookie of the Year awards? What were your kind of reactions? It feels like a lot of people had the uh, you know one of the better Jet nights that we've had in a long time. Yeah, it was uh, it was a Jets world. I mean. It, I didn't see it live, the honors. Uh, the sauce didn't surprise me. You know, the first time I saw him in August, you could just tell he was he was a freak. You shouldn't be able to move like the way he does with his wingspan and his length. He, he just does it. He pulls it off. Garrett surprised me a little bit that he won it, um, but he deserves it for sure. It, it's a great deal having those two guys, and then you got Brees in the wings. I mean, it, it's an embarrassment of riches, but, you know, the guy I really feel great for is Klecko. When you hear some of the interviews he's done since he got in, you could tell he is genuine. Like, he's like a little schoolboy. He's giddy. And this guy, he was just a perfect example of someone who just slipped through the cracks all these years. You know, praise from a million people. Anthony Munoz, three different positions on the D-line um, in the Pro Bowl. He's a stud, and he deserved it. And that video with Joe Namath letting him know that he got in was just, I think it was the best thing from that night uh if you're a jets fan especially if you're an old school jets fan yeah the the video of him knocking on klecko's door like I, my eyes welled up i felt like such a little pansy i was like i don't care it's beautiful he cares so much it just means the world to me my dad he was my dad's favorite player so like watching him go in seeing revis who was like the best player that i've seen you know in my childhood go in mm -hmm. is, is kind of cool it was a nice little special moment there um uh, but I guess the real thing everyone is probably going to want to talk about, and we'll, we'll just hop right into it. You guys can let us know your thoughts in the chat. I do have a poll question for you guys. Do you hope Carr signs with the Jets? Uh, we got 114 votes right now. There's a very uh, large <laughs> vote for yes over everything really? else. So, uh, well, what's the percentage? It's 78% yes, 22% no. 
so you gotta you gotta fill me in here on this channel. Is it more Carr over Rogers right now? I so I would say no. I think if I were to do a poll and I said who would you rather sign, Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers? I would bet the majority would probably go towards Aaron Rodgers. You would still get a pretty heavy dose of of Carr as well, but I think it's the the uneasiness of knowing if Rodgers is going to come back and the uneasiness of is he going to move on from the Packers. My hope is that the $110 million he has coming to him over these next two years is enough incentive for him to want to play. And my hope is the Packers like Jordan Love enough that they're definitely trading his ass. <laughs> so, like, I think the Jets have something planned out already, and they're just waiting on Rodgers to to say he's coming back. But I want to hear your thoughts on this whole quarterback situation. It, it, uh, I'm starting to sense you're a Rodgers guy too, right? Rodgers over Carr. I would say yes. Um, I would. What I would do is I would talk to Carr and I would do the whole. You know, hey, you, this is so great. We we want. Like we, we know you wanted to hit free agency. You want to talk to a bunch of teams. That is totally fine. We understand. We want you. But we want, you know, go go talk to whoever you got to talk to. And then over the course mm-hmm. of the next, you know, few weeks, I think by the start of the combine, I think we'll hear that Rodgers is coming back. And then I think over the combine, that's when he'll get traded or there'll be like trade talks heating up and it'll be just before free agency that he actually gets moved. So I think Carr being able to test some other places allows you some time to kind of wait and see if Rodgers makes a decision because once that decision is made then it's just hey Green Bay are you keeping him yes fine we're going with Carr uh you know you're not keeping him all right what's it going to take to get him I would I would go with Rodgers the two years as much as people are saying Carr is like the long-term guy and he could be the guy for five six years if you hit on Rodgers and you hit on Zach's development now you're talking like 12 years (laughs) like that's the real long-term hope that's the key to me. Eliminate five, six years from your mind. Mm-hmm. This is the NFL. This is a now league. Two years is an eternity. And the way I look at it, it, it yes, it's a close call. And I would be okay with Carr. There's no question about it. But there are so many variables with what you were saying, with the uneasiness about Rodgers, you know, going in the hole, not knowing what he's going to do. So, I, yeah, I admit, it's it's really tough decision, which is why so many fans are all over the place. But because there are so many variables, I think we're overthinking it here, too. And we mm-hmm. have two quarterbacks. One is an elite, undoubted guy, and one isn't. And it's to me, it's really that simple. When you're choosing between, between one or the other, and Rodgers is a one, one of the most talented quarterbacks of all time who didn't slow down. Yes, he's old. Yes, he's uh, you know he's a strange fella at times. I think the New York media he'll ask him they'll ask him tough questions, but they'll also respect him at the same time. So I don't think he'll have any issues there. This is the NFL. This is not Joe Torre. You know you're not the Yankees manager where you have daily spots with WFAN or uh, Yes Network. It's once a week talking to the media once a week. So I don't worry about the New York stuff. But he's always been locked in. He's always been that guy who wants to win. So I'm not worried about that stuff. Now, Carr does intrigue me because he never misses games. He's a culture guy. He's a rah-rah guy. But again, I don't worry about that stuff for Rodgers. He's a winner. Uh, someone on fans will ask, what has he won since 2010? You know, he's gotten to the conference championship game, what, twice since then? Two MVPs? I mean, he's a winner. And don't forget, he just watched Patrick Mahomes win his second Super Bowl. Uh, he watched Favre play well with the Jets. Yeah, he got hurt, but he had things cooking at 8-3, and three, beating the Titans. 
and then almost get to the Super Bowl with Minnesota. Uh, he watched Joe Montana, Tom Brady switch teams. He's a competitor too. So it, the key will be that number 13 pick and the big wins for the Jets, either one that you should really be rooting for is acquiring Rodgers without giving up number 13. That's a lot to ask for, but that's a big win. Or signing Carr without going past two years of hard years, meaning there's not an out in the contract after two years, but you can cut him and not be mm -hmm. destroyed. Because the worst thing you could get in, like Rodgers, two years, or Carr, six years. In the NFL, I want the two-year guy. It's mm -hmm. more flexibility. You're going to have to pay all these rookies. Remember, you're going to have to pay a lot of these guys eventually in three, four years. I don't want to be stuck like Cousins, like like Minnesota. I don't want the middling quarterback on a huge deal. So I think that's an advantage to Rodgers. But Carr definitely has the advantage where you don't have to give up compensation. So I understand why it's close. But one guy's elite, one guy isn't. And that's what I keep coming back to. Yeah, I think that's a good thing to bring up too. The, the part of me with the uh, the idea of compensation both ways. With Carr, you're, you're taking up more salary cap space and duration as opposed to Rodgers, you're going all in. You know, you're going to have to give up probably two draft picks. I would say it's probably going to be 13 and a second next year or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, or probably, maybe a conditional right. pick. Yeah, it's it, it, I think somewhere in that ballpark. Um, but his cap hit is so manageable for the next two years that you're able to build a team around him. And then when his dead cap hits in 2025, all $60 million of it, it's going to be brutal. But it may not be like the worst idea to kind of bottom out a season or, you know, the fact that that dead cap hit is going to come in a year just prior to the AVT uh, the sauce, the Brees, and all those contract extensions actually kicking in. If you if you look at their timeline of like when their third year's up and when their rookie contract would be, um, I guess up. Realistically, mm -hmm. I think if you if you go with Rodgers, you're probably only sacrificing Becton, Mims, and Elijah Moore. I think you can sign everyone else with a Rodgers um, move, as well as like maybe having that hope of reclaiming Zach in two years. And if not, then you bottom out in 2025 and you you kind of hit reset at that point that's how i've kind of looked at yeah. it. yeah no i agree and the, and the car deal if you go car the contract is going to be huge i mean how much are you paying this guy what's the guarantees what are the terms how many years like that's mm -hmm. douglas I, you know that's why i look at rogers and i say yeah the cap hit is going to be massive this per mm -hmm. year salary but the guarantees the way they could restructure a lot is flexible there where it could be worked mm -hmm. out and you're not locked in long term and if you're locked in with a with a, a quarterback on a franchise contract franchise quarterback contract who's not truly a franchise quarterback it's death it's death and i do like Kari intrigues me a lot and it's close because of the variables but i, I do think we're we're overthinking things a little bit i mean rogers is elite man he's a hall of famer and the other guy isn't it's and it's that simple now what do you say to the fans that are panicked in the uh situation of uh rogers goes elsewhere or doesn't get traded and now Carr has signed somewhere else what is the jets you know backup plan? Uh, what would you uh, do baker, May baker mayfield of course <laughs> <laughs> i've heard Tannehill. i've heard you know jimmy g jimmy i've heard g. I, jimmy g and Tannehill seem like three and four are like the, the, the most common yeah now it yeah, I mean, panic is real. I understand it. Mm -hmm. uh, Douglas would panic too. But if you're a fan, 
be assured that Douglas, there, there's stuff happening right now behind the scenes. They know mm -hmm. their pecking order. Certain guys know what's happening and the timing. We I mean, we don't even know the timing with Carr yet. Yet, mm. it might be planned out with Carr and his camp that their timing hinges on somebody else, for example. Mm. So, until that first domino falls, uh, I wouldn't panic too too much because Carr might let someone else make the first move. Uh, it all depends on it all depends on that. And until we hear about a first move, mm. don't panic until that happens. Yeah, I'm just worried that it's going to wind up being Rodgers and we're not going to go for Carr because we, we we put all, all our eggs in that one basket. You know, I've seen it before. We put our eggs in the Peyton Manning basket and then we give that stupid contract to friggin' Sanchez. And then we put all our eggs in the Kirk Cousins basket and then he turns us down for less money to go to the Vikings. Like, I don't want that to happen again. <laughs> Talk yeah. me out of it. Yeah, I mean, the, the one thing is the, the contract could be worse if Rodgers says, hey, I'm going to stay in Green Bay or, hey, I'm going to go to Vegas and the Jets get desperate. And then Carr mm -hmm. has him over a barrel. So that could be a, a bad scenario, to your point, in, in terms of panic. But I just don't – I don't see it playing out that way. I just don't see it playing out that way because Carr, he is, you know, he, he, even though it sounds like I'm getting on him when comparing him to Rodgers in terms of talent, mm -hmm. I, I'm really not. It is Aaron freaking Rodgers. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's one of the most talented arms of all time. Uh Carr is 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 more of the humanitarian, the good guy, the teammate, the the religious guy. So I don't see him. Yeah, he's going to get paid and he's going to try to get as much money as possible. But I don't see him doing any of those dirty things where uh, he'll hold someone over the toilet and give him a swirly, you know. So don't don't worry yet. I think Douglas and the Jets have it under control. Yeah, that's what I just got to hope for. There's there's adults in the room now. I can trust these guys to make the right decisions. And when I, when I look at Carr and I just see like, okay, he's been four head coaches, five offensive coordinators, two different cities. Mm -hmm. If you look at his stats, he would have put up like eight of the top nine years in Jets single season history, uh, you know, records. Only Namath would have more yards than him in any given season. I just I have such a hard time looking at Carr and saying like that's the personality like this guy's pissed off he hasn't won yet like th like if there's one dude that's gonna like give you that little bit of an extra edge the guy that wants to win we're playing against the Raiders in Vegas this year we already have nine home games we got the tenth one with the Giants at MetLife and then we get Carr in Vegas that's virtually an eleventh home game <laughs> it's amazing and the Super Bowl the Super Bowl is in Vegas too to take it right? further so. <laughs> Talk about an uh, awesome yeah, situation. Yeah, Carr, listen, it, I would never be upset if, if mm. they wind up with Carr, but <clears throat> the stats, they work both ways. I mean, mm -hmm. he gets points for saying, hey, the defense has always been bad. He's never had a top 20 defense, but the stats get inflated when your defense is bad mm -hmm. as well because you're, you're, come, you're playing from behind, you're airing it out. So it works both ways in that regard. Uh, it is... If anyone says it's not a tough call between Rodgers and Carr, they're they're nuts. It is a tough decision because of all the variables. Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah, I think just having Rodgers and like him looking up to Zach. Like for me, the the chemistry in our building, like Rodgers coming here, makes perfect sense. I think it sets himself up perfectly for afterwards. I think if you look at Rodgers adding to his legacy, if that's what he wants to do, the only spot he can win a Super Bowl that would really impact his legacy is New York. He wins a chip here. He does something Brett Favre couldn't do. 
Namath gives him the whole like, oh, you can wear the the number twelve now. Like all these different things with Rogers and and Hackett being here and not necessarily giving up on Zach. I think all those things just it just makes so much damn sense that I fear it's not going to happen. Yeah, and, and if you feel it's not going, <laughs> and Rogers is smart. You know, he's a he's a student of the media. We know this with all the goofy things mm-hmm. he says and. He reads. He reads a lot. He understands the rosters. One thing I'm sure of is that this Jets roster is even more talented than people believe, than the general mm-hmm. consensus is. Because if you think about it, you know, they were injured and they performed. They got to seven wins with the league worst quarterback play. That mm-hmm. is insane. So Rodgers knows this as well. Uh, he knows Hackett's there, and the comp. When's the combine? The twenty eighth, twenty sixth. It starts so next week. week. It's uh, yeah, it's the twenty eighth is the start of it. So I don't know which date it would be, but I'm pretty sure Douglas and the Jets contingent has a soft date in mind, in which mm-hmm. it's been communicated to certain parties. And I think Rodgers knows. I, I think the Jets know. And whether or not Carr knows, I don't know because Carr could jump on anything, but. I think that's the way it's going, and I think that soft date will be approaching, as you said, in the next seven or ten days. Oh, that just gets me all sorts of excited. <laughs> now you think? But do again, you think it gets done? Do you think Rodgers is the guy? Like week one under any, center? Anything could happen. Soft date. You just. You, it's mm. if I'm Douglas and I'm thinking in my head, hey, this is our map and this is our hierarchy. Mm. This is the first day we have to be truly panicked. Mm. And I think that soft date is coming at some point within the next seven to 10 days. Yeah, especially because allowing you to get Rodgers at that point, like two weeks before free agency, unlocks so much potential with this roster because I don't like C.J. Mosley's $21.5 million cap hit. I would love to approach him and say, C.J., we want you to retire a jet. We want to go for a ring these next two years. Let's restructure you. The money we're going to save from you, we're going to bring back your two teammates and Quan Alexander and Quincy Williams. We're going for the ring. Like I think you can get more guys to buy in and get more talent here with Rodgers than if you have to maybe sign someone to a massive contract like Derek Carr. Now this guy's getting money from outside the organization coming in. Why shouldn't Quincy Williams get more? Or why shouldn't, you know, some of these other guys? Yeah, 100%. I mean, it would be to their benefit. And, you know, I'll say this for the quarterback. I think Rodgers is their preference. But I also think if if it gets to a point where too much nonsense is too much, they're going to hop all over car and that soft date again that I reference. I think that is the point. You think that like beginning part of March is, is where that'll tip like at the combine or you think it'll be post combine. I think right around the combine. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think right around the combine seven to 10 days from now. Yeah. Having all those big wigs in one spot, it's bound to create some uh, trade rumors. Yeah. And the only question is, will car wait it out? That's the, that's mm-hmm. the big question. Yeah, I think so. I think he'll want – it's hard for me. I feel like if I were him going to the NFC South, having an easier trip to the playoffs, basically whatever team you pick in the AFC South, you're going to be the the most likely team to get into the playoffs from that division. You know, getting to the Super Bowl is going to be a lot easier because you only have like Jalen Hurts and – you know, whoever the 49ers quarterback is going to end up being plus, you know, Stafford or whatever else. It's just a lot easier Mm -hmm. than the AFC. AFC's but tough, you get man. to go you against the Vegas Raiders this out. year if he come. I know. I don't. But see, I I think with Carr, 
for me, I look at like the Super Bowl and they say like, okay, can you win with Carr? And and you know what does it look like? I kind of look at it and I see like, well, Matt Ryan was like a heavenly experience <laughs> away from like winning the Super Bowl. And I think Carr is like just as good as Matt Ryan is. Like Nick Foles and Eli Manning, I don't think are necessarily better than what Derek Carr could be. I think he could get hot at the right times. I, I've sort of likened it to like lottery tickets in the draft where like if people want to go a certain way and say like, okay, you get two lottery tickets with Rodgers. Yeah. But you get five or six lottery tickets with Carr. And it's like, you know, do, do more cracks at the playoffs help you? Or do you think the two all in with Rodgers is the is the better way to go? It's it's fascinating. Yeah, it is fascinating because if you go if you go Rodgers, I think your ceiling is higher for that shorter mm-hmm. amount of time. But if you go Carr, you, you, you do hamstring yourself a bit with the return on investment. You know, mm-hmm. it, each the salary cap works. That piece of the salary cap that that player makes, he's got to fill it and how far does he go over in terms of his value and that'll be the big question with car and the other thing is cold cold weather is anyone worried about the cold weather stuff with car that's the other factor too um, that i don't I, I haven't really heard much about i've heard a lot of people talk about the the cold weather as far as fans go fans seem to know about it the national media i haven't really heard okay. them chirp too much on it um but it's like I think he's two and twelve or two and fourteen under forty degrees and fourteen touchdowns, fourteen interceptions. Like definitely like not great. My counter argument mm-hmm. to that is if he's on terrible Raider teams late in the season when it would be cold, generally if you're knocked out of contention, those teams probably have a little less motivation. Um, and you're probably expecting maybe some some poor quarterback play or maybe some poor records at that point. Right. Um right. I don't know. It's it's not a it's not a nothing burger, but it's. I think it's a little overblown. Like, I, what do you think Carr gets paid? That's that's a big thing uh, for a lot of people. Like, do you think it's going to be like too. like forty yeah, plus? Yeah, he's going to get. It's, it's going to tilt your head, I think. But the other thing too is, what is he going to be? Thirty two in March. Okay, mm-hmm. still relatively young. NFL takes care of quarterbacks, sure, but let's not pretend that every quarterback. Mm-hmm keeps that level of play going throughout his 30s the only the rare guy keeps that level of play going you know until his late 30s the brady the rogers so it it's a slim chance but there's also a chance he could decline because of age Mm -hmm. you know it's very it happens with quarterbacks even at the quarterback position at 32 33 34 35 so let's not he's not he's no spring chicken in other words um in terms of contracts it'll be it, it, it'll be more about terms for me, you know, two, mm-hmm. three years. And it's not going to be a two-year deal, but I mean two-year deal in which you have flexibility mm-hmm. after the second year than money. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, where the contracts are right now, it's going to be silly. It's going to be silly guaranteed money. I had projected it's going to be a five-year, $200 million deal that's really a sham. It's really going to be a three-year, $100 million fully guaranteed deal. Fully guaranteed, and, yeah. And then you'll have the two years of like enormous cap hits you know, to make the, the contract look bigger for the ego boost, but you really only have them for the three years, 50, uh, 35 years old or 34 years old by the time the contract ends. And yeah. then he, can, he won't be able to get tagged, so he could go get another contract at that point at 34 years old if he's playing well i think if douglas could get that done he'd he'd take it to the bank every time i don't Mm -hmm. know if he'll if Carr will accept half guarantees that's the thing with the quarterbacks it's trending in the wrong Mm -hmm. direction for the jets right now and douglas like the the Mm -hmm. guarantees are going up and up and up in terms of percentage so 
uh, I think I would be okay with that deal though. Do you, do you get to a weird like point where it's car aside from Rogers, it's car to a point, And then is there a number that it hits that you're like, ah, uh, Jimmy G mm. Tannehill, <laughs> like his, his yeah. better option. Like, cause I feel like I get, once you get North of 35, I start to panic with car. That's a, that's a big number. Yeah. It, it's more about the guarantees. It, it's so hard to say the baseline because it depends on the years and then the guarantees. Any mm. scenario, I'm okay with paying them more in the first and second year, but mm. the scenario I really want is where there's flexibility after the second year, and that's the really tough thing. So uh, I'd like to keep it at three, four years max. Mm. Uh, it's going to be at least 40 million, 40 million a year. We know this. I mean, at, mm. at least. Um, but the guarantees, I mean... See anything I say, it'll just be blasphemous because I won't want to pay him what he's going to get. Uh, so I think I'll just say this: try to make it flexible after two years. Mm -hmm. That's that's the real real win right there. I think I'm a little optimistic that it's not going to be quite that high, just because I feel like we would have heard more teams attempting to trade for him then, because his contract was only, you know, thirty two million. And then 41, 41 the next two years. So, like, if teams wanted to restructure his contract, him coming in, I, I don't know. I feel like did enough teams know he was likely to get cut that mm -hmm. they just didn't make an offer and they're like, hey, we could just wait it out? Or is it like, you know, I feel like teams would have wanted to trade for that deal then if he's going to get, you know, close to 40. Yeah, but it wasn't too far off, right? What, what was it exactly? Do you remember? The numbers it was on 30 yeah it was 40 so it was 40 million guaranteed as of february 15th and it would be mm -hmm. 32 million dollar cap hit this year 7 million guaranteed for 2024 um but if he stayed on the roster it would be 41 million and 41 million the next like two years after that so i guess he would have had to restructure and get like guaranteed money for those years so it was worth it for him to opt out but i'm just surprised right. more teams didn't inquire well he had he had control of the situation too Mm -hmm. So I think maybe he wanted to stick it to the Raiders. Hey, you're not going to get anything mm -hmm. from me. Uh, so that could have been a factor as well. But that mm -hmm. is a good point. If he was willing to get traded, it would be surprising. That's so, that's there was not more chatter there. Yeah, maybe teams knew he was pissed off and did not want to accept the trade, and it just kind of went sideways yeah. at that point. Yeah, the word around the campfire sometimes spreads, and I think it, it, the momentum just took on a life of its own like man they did mm. car dirty and it makes sense that he's gonna do it right back what do you think about the uh and randy we'll get to your super chat in just a second but what do you think about the i don't know if you've heard this idea that mcdaniels is the problem in in vegas and them losing three games by with 17 point leads was like an nfl record like what do you think about like the sabotage of car that little conspiracy theory the sab like intentionally sabotaging him this year like McDaniels? like they structured his contract this past offseason to get out of it because McDaniel saw how he handled the Cutler situation in Denver wanted to get his right. own quarterback but wanted to smooth it over with Carr initially when he got there because they didn't talk initially when he first got to right. Vegas right I, I I don't think it was an intentional sabotage but I could see that McDaniels tried to give himself some wiggle room Mm -hmm. uh, I do think McDaniels is a good offensive mind. Whether he's whether or not he's a head coach remains to be seen. I mean, geez, he took Tim Tebow in the first round. I, you know, 
That's, it was wonderful. That's, <laughs> that's a black mark on your head coaching career. I know he's not the GM, but mm-hmm. you know the GM's not making that move without the blessing of the head coach. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't put the Raiders pain on Carr, like mm-hmm. not in the least. I mean, does he take some ownership for sure? Um, uh, two, two of my buddies I used to play with, uh, huge Raiders fans, and one of them hates Carr, one of them loves Carr. So, yeah, I mean, I go back and forth. Uh, a lot of guys hate him, uh, will mm. will point at him, but I think it's the nature of being a fan. And sometimes the quarterback gets too much love, too much hate, and so I don't blame Carr with, uh, at all. No way. That's fair. Randy drops in and says, Jets need to sign Derek Carr and get a defensive tackle and left tackle equals Super Bowl. Uh, is that what you're kind of hoping happens? I, let's not say just Derek Carr, but like, you know, plug in the quarterback and then would you, is defensive tackle high on your list? And do you want to go like tackle like first round? Is that your preferred choice? You know, you know what? I have not gotten into the draft whatsoever yet. You know, mm. and at number 13, they can go in so many different directions. I mean, the mock drafts I've seen, I've seen, uh, who was it? Was it Kuiper that had them taking the Ohio State receiver? Yeah, I don't like that. That doesn't rub me the right way. No, I, <laughs> I like want a I like going receiver. receiver. I mean, but listen, like, you might lose yeah. Davis and Berrios, but it's mm-hmm. offensive line time or D tackle time or edge time. Like, mm-hmm. you got it. The trenches. It's about the trenches right now, and mm-hmm. I still think they're better at O line than people think with ABT coming back. But they got to stay healthy, number one. Mm-hmm. And they're changing the turf, thank God, at MetLife, mm-hmm. and hopefully that works out. But didn't work out in the Super Bowl, and they they no. actually prepared that turf for two three years, which is absurd to think about. That's um, so bad. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was one of the worst. The only other time I can remember turf being that bad, there was like a Steelers Dolphins Monday night game or Thursday night game at one point where they punted the ball and the ball like landed in mud. <laughs> it didn't even a, bounce; it just stuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that might be the worst field conditions I've ever seen. Yeah, um, it harkens yeah. back to the really old Jets fans mm-hmm. where. Uh, 1982 AFC title game, Don Shula destroyed the Miami field because the Mm -hmm. Jets had a fast offense. Uh, Messy fields, I always go back to that one for some reason because Jets fans, they swore they were going to the Super Bowl that year. and It just Mm -hmm. was not to be. Just bitter. (laughs) Just see the the Belichick before Belichick. Um, Shula. I I like the idea of going defensive tackle. I I like D tackle. I like left tackle. I like edge receiver for me. If we go receiver in the first round, something went wrong. I think I, and if we go that route, I want like the TCU kid, the six foot five. Like I want something different. Like the, the Ohio state kid. I know he played with Garrett Wilson, but it just, I watch him and it's like, he doesn't look fast. (laughs) I want speed. I don't want to pronounce that name. Like, Oh, Jackson Najigba. (laughs) It's too many initials. I got to figure out his initials because Mm -hmm. that's the only way. Oh, yeah. Uh, NYC Superfan comes in, says, Carr gives long-term stability at quarterback unlike Rodgers. But like Robbie said, maybe not. But maybe maybe he trends down. Maybe Carr, you know, after two years starts to hit the decline. It's not not unreasonable. More important than long-term stability is the value that you get for that piece of the salary cap. Mm-hmm. Like, is is Kirk Cousins' long-term stability a good thing or a bad thing? In the eyes of not many, it's not a good thing mm-hmm. because he doesn't he's not worth the money, that piece of the salary cap. And that mm-hmm. is the risk with Carr. With Rodgers, I don't think it's as much of a risk. And, it, and if it doesn't work out, it's one year, you know, and, and you figure it out. 
with Carr, it could be it doesn't work out. But holy shnikes, we got him for another three years. We can't do anything. So mm-hmm. I don't think long-term stability is that much of a positive as people think. In the NFL, two years is an eternity. It, it really is. You you play to win now. Uh, you know, it's Hermed. Where if Hermed was just here, he would say a, a a thing or two. But they have a roster, a talented I roster. Win a game. Oh damn, that's not the one. Where, where's the? Oh, you play I to you win up. the game. Oh, I had it. I had it. I I hit the wrong button. I had I had win the game, and I play to win the game. Stupid. I lobbed it up for you. And I know. I, I dropped it. You're in New Jersey, brother. What are you doing? <laughs> Sorry uh, about that. I, so, look, yeah. You got it. I just, listen, I want the I want the elite guy. And again, will I be disappointed with Carr? No, but mm-hmm. I'd like to see him keep it manageable. You know, flexibility. Mm-hmm. Well, it's one of those things, too, with like the, the amount of percentage tied to the quarterback and tied to, to that. That's why you're seeing the, the last four teams in the playoffs are all guys on you know not max contracts yet except for i think mahomes mahomes contract this year i think was the highest to ever win a super bowl i think it was percentage wise it was like 17 percent of the cap and i think before that was like 12 it was like an astronomical number this year um so more so than not you want it to be that lower end number and i would imagine kirk cousins on that fully guaranteed deal you know year over year is going to be closer to you know, 15 plus percent of the, of the salary cap at some point. And then like Watson, I just saw a tweet, you know, this is the first contract over $39 million in a season. And he's going to count for like 55 million against the cap for the next four years or five years. Oh, they're screwed. Oh yeah. I love it. Cleveland's so screwed. (laughs) And like, they're just so screwed. What a desperate move. It just didn't Mm -hmm. make sense. And Remember Deshaun Watson's season in Jetstown two years ago? Dude, I wanted him. I, I think the Jets could have given up the three firsts before all the allegations, and you would have had a first each of the next two years. You just wouldn't have had one this year if it got done. Because that you would have had one guy I wanted no part of. Like, Yo, you didn't want Watson before the allegations? Much. No, no, no. Yeah, before the allegations. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was just too much draft capital. They didn't have the horses yet in the building. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but, that's the kind of thing know, with Rodgers, too. Like, as much as we're giving up, you know, two high picks possibly, I like, are those players that you're drafting at those two spots going to help you in your Super Bowl push for the next two years? Like, I feel like veteran players at this point is more what we need. We have our young core in place. I mean, they could use another uh, real stud on the offensive line, uh, D-line. Could always Center use another edge. What? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But overall, I mean, it's healthy as – again, I think it's a lot better than people think, than the general consensus would have you believe. Because to do what they did without quarterback play in a quarterback league, it's really absurd if you think about it and you break it down. Yeah, it makes me feel just a little bit better. That's That was the other thing with Carr, too. Like, right, we – you know, oh, we can't win with Derek Carr's cold weather stats. Let me remind you, Zach Wilson on a perfect day against Buffalo threw for 150 yards and one touchdown – Without Brees Hall and AVT, and we still won. So yeah. <laughs> I, I have no problem with, uh, you know, 200 yards and a touchdown a game or whatever from, uh, no, from Carr. They, they, could win from, they could win with Carr. There's no question about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just depends on uh, the ceiling. It'll hinder the ceiling and, uh, you know, how long we be locked into that. Mm-hmm. Um, that versus Rodgers, which and, – and, again, I'm talking about Rodgers that he's elite. There's mm-hmm. risk with Rodgers, too, of course. Uh, there's, there's no guarantee that he comes back and doesn't drop off a cliff. He could as well. Uh, but 
when I'm going with either veteran, I want the guy with more flexibility, and I think that's Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Red John 13, jumps no. in, says, "Yeah, go thirteen and zero. No, 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 <laughs> thirteen. Start- number thirteen. Give it up. Number thirteen is tough, though. I admit. I, I think we're gonna have to give up thirteen. I would be stunned if the Packers took anything other than thirteen, because like, if the Titans and Raiders want to be in on it." I feel like they can offer a second easy and we just can't at that point. We have to offer 13 then. I think it'll be less compensation than people think, but I agree. Mm-hmm. The 13 will probably be the thing. Red John jumps in, says salary cap will rise to help us absorb the dead cap hit. Yeah, that's the the thing. The The TV contract, I believe, hits next year. It was a $100 billion contract that they signed, so people are expecting the salary cap to really take a jump up. Um, and that's why the the Chiefs signed such a masterful contract with with Patrick Mahomes. It was like a 10-year deal that looked enormous right now, but it's going to be peanuts down the line. Mm-hmm. Now, that's that's a very exclusive type of deal. Like, you don't do that to just any particular player. You need to have, you know, trust in the head coach, trust in the GM, trust in the player that they're not going to do something stupid and go sideways. Yeah, Mike Florio had a great idea the other day. I think he's been talking about it for a while. I, I'm not a huge mm-hmm. Florio fan, but... Mm-hmm. This was a great idea that the quarterback contract should be tied to the cap, a percentage of the cap. Mm-hmm. And eventually he thinks it'll, it'll get done. Um, but if you tie that to the percentage of the cap each year, then it makes sense. And mm-hmm. each team could do a lot more each offseason. Mm-hmm. I've always liked the idea, and they'll never do it because it would cost more money, but I like the idea of having like some sort of percentage taken off the hit on your cap if you re-sign a homegrown player so like you know oh the jets draft zach wilson zach wilson has a phenomenal you know season you want to re-sign him and you know let's say it's a hundred million dollar contract well the jets only get hit with say 90 million dollars of it against the salary cap like you're you're, it's almost like an incentive to re-sign your own players Mm -hmm. um maybe that's not what they want to do because i think they actually like the movement of quarterbacks that's going on it's almost similar to the nba where it's creating a ton of engagement across like a bunch of different fan bases but I like the idea of tying salary cap to like a position, especially quarterback that takes up so much. Yeah, and with Rodgers, what is his cap? Just put up his contract just now. His cap number mm-hmm. each year, what is it? Uh, next so year, if he's traded, it's it's wacky because the that cap hit that he has once his option is exercised, that changes to a signing bonus that makes it a. Th- a $15 million cap hit this year and it pushes all that dead money to the end. And basically the same thing will happen next year. And then that, that 2025, when he retires, you're either getting a $60 million dead cap hit or you're splitting right. it over two years, asking him to retire after June 1st in 2025. Okay. That dead cap hit comes, but you also get his cap number off the books, mm-hmm. which is about the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now his cap number for 2025 is $59 million. Mm-hmm. So I, there's a lot. There's going to be restructuring done with him. So yes, mm-hmm. it is wonky with his contract, but I think that should not be an issue in terms of being screwed up in terms of the cap as an organization with Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I think the, I think there's enough flexibility there. Uh, Edward Ziff drops in with his 20-month member Super Chat, says, Playoffs with Carr, our defense is great. Uh, you think with top 10, top 5-level defense, Derek Carr goes far? We haven't seen him with a top 20 defense yet. I do, it, it, for sure. And the thing I love about Carr is he never misses games. I mean, how many games has he missed in his career? 
three. One, two. And it was he was available for 142 of 144, and one of them he broke his leg in. So, so yeah. he's like two and a half I games mean, that he missed. The dude's the dude's a football player. Like he, he's yeah. more than a quarterback. He's a football player. He's mm-hmm. all in. He's invested, and he's got that. You know, he wants to be a part of the culture. He wants to be mm-hmm. one of the guys. And I'm not saying Rodgers doesn't have that. He'll always be dialed in. But that's mm-hmm. the real intriguing thing about Carr is that he really buys in, um, mm-hmm. and he's always available. Rodgers has been too for the, the great majority of his. I career, think the last. Four or five seasons, he hasn't missed a game. Rogers, yeah, Rogers. He's one of those guys. They, I mean, he he's always healthy. He does the right things. He mm-hmm. takes care of himself. He wants to be a pro golfer too, for sure. Like he wants to be on the PGA tour. As bad oh, well, as anybody he, he comes play for the Jets. Your boy's gonna get him a free round of golf. <laughs> <laughs> set, set him up, play it around. It's like, hey, 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 Ron, come over here. Yeah, hey, Ron, we just head you. to West Jersey. Beautiful West Jersey. Yeah, it'll be wonderful. Yeah, yeah I, I, the whole Rodgers experience is is interesting from a, a personality standpoint because when I look at the Jets' locker room and I see all the young, impressionable guys, like there is a little bit of me that is concerned about Rodgers, like maybe not giving a hundred percent because he knows he can get away with some stuff and like you know he's just trying to get the ring at the end there, where like Carr. I trust him to kind of put in that work, like you said, and like be the positive influence that I want to see Sauce have and like Garrett Wilson and all these other guys, you know, veteran presence in the locker room. But I feel yeah. like once you start winning with Rodgers, it all goes out the window. It doesn't matter at that point. And that's that's the one wild card, I think, in this whole thing. Think about Douglas and Sala and who they are. Mm-hmm. Culture. Yep. The, the right person. The right player. And I think mm-hmm. that's the one wild card here where – Maybe they had a plan going into this past weekend, but mm-hmm. when they met Carr and they started thinking about it more and they had that lunch with them with with the, uh, where did they go? Summit, New Jersey. I forget the restaurant. Yeah, they it. went to uh, Fiorino Ristorante or something like that, I think was the name. Yeah, and I, a Jets fan snagged a nice creeper photo, which, which <laughs> was great for it's the like internet. The, but uh, You remember yeah, the guys sitting behind the Jets sign, like taking pe- pictures at one Jets drive? <laughs> Yeah, at one yeah. point. Yeah. Oh god. Always, Jets Twitter at it again. Winning the day. Mm-hmm. It is um, a special. Yeah, group I think of that's fans. the one wild card. They could be enamored with that aspect because Carr mm-hmm. is that type of player that they love. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Uh, Bobby Woodruff drops in and says, "Hi Ryan, my friend. You are awesome, Bobby. Thank you." Uh, Blitz Crew says, "Think Aziani." Can rehab Mims and more. I don't know who Aziani is. Do you know who Aziani is? Is it Aziani? One of the new, yeah. The, um, is that like a new health and fitness guy that we just hired or something? Let me see. Let's double check it before we don't give any. Yeah, I don't. I, I have uh, no idea. I've never seen that name before. <laughs> so I, yeah, I well, they just shuffled. In, they just shuffled some coaches in and out. Uh, they say Jets just hired him. Oh, wide receiver coach. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Given the Mims and more, <laughs> I mean, I, to be honest, that with that question, I don't know this guy too much, so I'll mm-hmm. abstain from this for now. Uh, but mm-hmm. we'll we'll have a good, better idea once OTAs comes. I like that. That's a good answer. Good answer. Don't want to give yeah. out uh, some misinformation here. No, nah, uh, Kevin, it's new staff. Kevin drops in, says uh, Justin Fields, Rogers, Lamar, Carr, or Jimmy G. Uh, it's Rogers. It, it, okay, let's let's rank them. For me, it's Rogers, Carr. Um, Rogers, Carr, Lamar, Jimmy, 
yeah, I really like Lamar. I just, no, I, I think that's the. He would never I'm get going. traded to the AFC though. That's I, the only I thing. Rogers, Carr, Lamar, Jimmy G. Yeah, Lamar. Yeah, I don't want folks, any part of Fields or Jimmy really. Folks, Lamar doesn't fit with Hackenberg. Uh, not Hackenberg. Mm-hmm. Jeez, Hackett. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't work. Like like mm-hmm. Lamar, he's he's an unbelievable talent, but he, it's not the right offense. Like. I would be stunned if something were to happen where Lamar slips to the Jets. You know, Douglas knows Baltimore very well, but it's not a fit. I see Atlanta as the real good fit for Lamar mm-hmm. because Arthur Smith could do a lot of things with him on the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, read, do a lot of RPO, a lot of read option, a lot of zone reads the mm-hmm. way that Greg Roman did. And I think Greg Roman, I think people are going to find out Greg Roman did a lot of good things for Lamar uh, when we're talking mm-hmm. a year from now. Um but Lamar, would I take him on the Jets? Sure. I mean, it's just, but it's just not a fit now. I'm going Rodgers Rogers and Carr. Yeah, I'm I'm in agreement, uh, agreement with you. I think Atlanta makes the most sense. They offered all the picks. They offered the contract for Watson last year. The only thing they didn't guarantee him was the fully guaranteed deal in the event he was convicted. And they said, no, we're not mm-hmm. doing that. The Browns were like, yeah, sure, we'll give you that. So that's the only reason he didn't go to Atlanta. Like, I think they would give up the picks for Lamar. I think it makes a ton of sense. I struggle with seeing him leave like I originally I thought for sure he's gone like these there's no way he's playing on the tag his year to sit out is this year because he saw what happens when he gets hurt at the end of this year yeah. with them bringing in Todd Munkin I don't know I I think they want to bring him back and try to make him that passer there and then pay him but I don't know if he's going to accept that kind of like one year prove it deal they could um but he's got to hire an agent Number one, Lamar, yeah. hire an agent, dude. Too Thank much you. money to screw up. No one, no one thinks you're gonna. No one thinks you're bad with money or you, you can't do it. But why mm-hmm. hamstring yourself like this? There are so many. Mm-hmm. It's not about reading the contract, reading the reading the numbers, uh, not knowing what to do. It's about all the little extra things that agents mm-hmm. could do for you in terms of communication, in terms of maneuvers. Uh, so if I, if I were talking to Lamar, I would say that hire a freaking agent. Yeah, I mean, not even just for the contract negotiation standpoint, but that agent is going to know other players and is going to have a pulse on what players are getting paid and what other teams might be thinking of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was watching something one time they were talking about, I wish I could remember who it was off the top of my head. I think it was, actually, it might have been Connor Hughes talking about how, uh, you know, he got a, a big break at one point because, uh, you know, he was gifted a story, but like, I, I don't know. It's just, it. I've, I've lost my train of thought of where I was going with what were we just <clears> talking <throat> about like two seconds ago. <laughs> like I started going down tangents and now I'm, uh, oh, I'm all confused. Whatever. Eh. Uh, it's not Lamar. We're, we're not getting Lamar. Yeah. All no, right. It Poop. just doesn't make sense. No. And I'm going to do that, guy. by the way, call Hackett mm-hmm. Hackenberg quite a few times. Oh, way, way more. Yeah. I'm going to be doing a video and I'll be editing it after I shoot it. And I'll be like, uh, and I'm not refilming. <laughs> just throw yeah, some text yeah, over it. For Jets fans listening. Did anyone old enough to remember Paul Hackett? From oh, the early yeah. 2000s? Yeah. That was the first OC I actually, like, remember, I think. Like, vividly. Yeah. That was, what, 2002? And yeah, it was, it was, it was the early Herm years. 2001 to four, I think. I think yeah. it was just the last Herm year he was gone. Mm-hmm. And they actually had some pretty good offenses. The, the output was decent. And Jets fans hated him, though. My goodness. <laughs> and, and some Jets offensive players hated him, too, behind the scenes, by the way. Uh, but mm. Jets fans hated him, and yeah, you know it's it's interesting that he's that his son is back now. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, and it'll be interesting to see what he does without Rodgers too, if it's not Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, because no, should should he be viewed on what he did in Denver as a head coach? No, mm-hmm. not entirely. But I don't think you should dismiss it altogether either because mm-hmm. you want your OCs, you want your coaches to also be leaders. And mm-hmm. the fact that it didn't work out for him as a leader in Denver does mean something. Mm-hmm. Um so I think people are taking the wrong tact when they throw it out completely. Yeah, I, I don't think you can completely discount it. I'm looking through a shade of green and I'm saying, well, I've seen Rodgers without Hackett and I've seen uh, Seattle without Russell Wilson. So for me, it's, you know, the common denominator is clearly not Hackett. It's that's clearly, true. yeah, right? See, it yeah, makes you feel true. a little bit better it, about a, the whole situation. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, but hey, if Jets fans get Rodgers, I think they, mm. they're going to be thrilled that they hired Hackett. Could you imagine if we wind up with a season where we have like a 45 touchdown and sub 10 interception season? I, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> I'm gonna I mean, go nuts. all he needs is 32 touchdowns to break the single season uh, passing touchdown record. I mean, it's will oh, have it by week 10, week, week 12, week whatever. It's nuts. Yeah. And then like, I, I would just love the ceremony of like, Namath passing down the the number 12 jersey so Rodgers can wear it in New York to break the curse. Because we all know Namath sold his soul to the devil to get the ring, and we're all <laughs> waiting for him to kick the bucket so that way <laughs> the curse gets lifted. No, him passing on the jersey is lifting the curse while keeping the dude alive. Yeah, yeah. I think Namath <laughs> sold his soul to get the ring and to have the nightlife because he certainly had the mm. nightlife as well. Um, so. Yeah, looking back yeah, and seeing like, like all the, the interviews and just the clips, it just so much swag, so ahead of his time. He yeah, imagine if like the if social media world was alive when Namath was like doing his thing. Whew. Oh, dude, he I don't know if he would have made it out alive. No, I, I honestly don't. No, I feel like him and him and Lawrence Taylor would be like two examples no. of like people you don't want on social media right now. No, <laughs> not, not right now, but like in their heydays. The entire 86 mm-hmm. Mets, too. You know, their, <laughs> exactly. their season would have had to have been canceled. Like, like oh, we can't it. have that there. That's they, <laughs> they, They're not supposed to know that. Good documentary. Uh, Pooch Guy comes in says, teams should all be equal when it comes to taxes. Yeah, yeah it's a weird. That. It's a weird issue. Like, I would like to see some sort of, like, forgiveness. Like, maybe the, the Jets and Woody Johnson have to pay more but like that amount more to make the contract even doesn't hit the salary cap. Like there's a, there's absolutely a competitive advantage to any of the non-income tax states that you just can't really do anything about. You're just like, well, sucks. <laughs> like there, yeah. for the way Rogers contract is structured because of that option, normally it's your base salary that gets taxed differently in each state based on where you play. But because of that option, he gets one lump sum of money, which means it's an $11 million difference of him going to Vegas or to Tennessee versus New Jersey. And that's that's not nothing. No. If if a league has a hard salary cap, mm-hmm. they should do something in terms of the taxes because it's not fair. It really mm-hmm. isn't. Um, baseball, NBA, I understand. Like mm-hmm. The NBA salary cap softs, you softs, the taxes or whatever, but... NHL, NFL, they need to do something because it really does matter. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Uh, Donald Johnson comes in. Donald says, I think that y'all just overthinking Carr. In the good way or the bad way? You think we should just sign Carr? Is that what it is? Yeah, there, the overwhelming done. majority on this poll that I have in the live chat right now, we've got almost 400, over 400 votes. 77% say sign Carr. 
Don Johnson car fan? I guess so. I don't know. Yeah, I can't tell either way. <laughs> I, I love the, the you know, what's going to happen. Like, for it would be great if we get one of these two guys. You know, I can't even say, like, if we get Rodgers, we're going to go through this whole, like, are we going to have a quarterback in 2024? We have no idea. And I don't care. It would still make me feel, like, at least better than what we've had. I just, I want the quarterback. Like, to me. And there are Jets Tannehill, fans who are sour on the idea because Favre didn't work out. Oh, that drives me nuts. I get so pissed off at that. I'm like, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Eight and three, first in the AFC. And, like, you don't want that. He had his best year of his career the year after the Jets traded for him. He got hurt. Like, it he did, got hurt with the Jets. It was unfortunate. Yeah, the torn biceps. It, the Jets were going to the Super Bowl that year. If you, you cannot convince me that if the Jets had Favre instead of Sanchez for those two years, that the Jets would not have won a Super Bowl in one of those three seasons. Right. And that just goes to show you how talented that roster was. The, the roster mm-hmm. Mangini and Tannenbaum built, ridiculous, filthy. Uh, they were eight and three, finished nine and seven after the injury. So bad quarterback play. They they tank. They're terrible. Uh, next year, Sanchez, he is what he is. They still do their thing with Rex. Imagine they had a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So just having that elite quarterback makes all the difference in the world. So that's that's why I'm still on that Rogers train. But I do understand. I do understand how close it is. I really do. Yeah, you mentioned before it's such a like a win now league and. I want everyone in the chat to realize this. The average turnover of an NFL roster year over year is 30%. Yeah. By the time Zach possibly gets the ball again, maybe in it, like after two years, it's going to be an entirely new team. Like he's going to know the 10% of people that are the sauce, the Garrett Wilson, and like that's it. <laughs> everyone else is going to yeah. be, I mean, he'll he'll have been there, but you'll have new players on the team. He'll be, you know, kind of learning underneath Rodgers. And I think that provides like a little bit of... Um, I don't know. The, the the value in Rodgers is because the roster turnover is so high year over year. And you just should win right now while you can. Like, you see teams make, like, the big trade, the big move. The, the uh, Rams go out and they get Stafford. The Bills go out. They try to get, uh, you know, Diggs. And they make the, the signing for Von Miller. Like, these teams are going all in to win now because they know it. You saw Philly go after A.J. Brown. Like, I'm sure you'll see them try to sign some guys this offseason. It wouldn't shock me if they got Josh Jacobs. Like, that would be insane. Things change very quickly. Like, the Cardinals didn't think they would be drafting Kyler Murray. The Bears didn't Mm -hmm. think they'd be drafting Bryce Young. You know, things happen very quickly. And with the new rookie deals, the new draft contracts, Mm -hmm. things change very quickly in this league, especially at the quarterback position. So with Carr, you know, I don't think having him for five years is a positive because you can't predict that out. I think the real positive is no compensation and and his personality. I think that's the real positive. And I think for Rodgers, the real positive is he's Aaron freaking Rodgers. Um, so we'll see. It's a close call, but you know, give me give me that elite Hall of Fame dude. I kind of align myself with that way of thinking. And NYC Superfan actually brings up a really good point here. He says, what supplemental players come with a car signing? Where we've heard with Rodgers, there's going to be players that he wants to bring with him. I've speculated the Jets are going to give up two first-round picks total for the wow factor for the Packers. They can say they traded Rodgers for two firsts. The Jets get Rodgers and Bakhtiari, the tackle, at the same time. So now you're not spending the money or you're not spending the draft pick on 13. Packers would have cut him because of the monster cap hit anyway. The Packers can now get yep. their tackle of the future at 13 for their franchise quarterback in Jordan Love. The Jets can say, we've got our left tackle and we've got our franchise quarterback for the, well, you know, our quarterback for the next two years. 
and then you just kind of wash your hands. That's the deal that's, I think, already done behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, in, in an offense, he already knows with Hackett. Yeah. It's not a new offense. It's a seamless transition, which is a huge, huge deal. Huge mm -hmm. deal. And that's a great point by that that uh, commenter right there. Mm -hmm. um, nah, I had something I, I, I had cooked I don't up think you get anyone with... I don't think you get anyone with Carr. With Rodgers, I think you get Cobb to replace Berrios as far as like a backup slot. And then I think you have uh, Bam Knight okay. returning kicks instead. And then yeah. you – I don't think we get Alan Lazard. I think he's going to try and go for the contract. He hasn't been paid yet and he's a little bit older. Um, but you could in theory swap him out for Corey Davis and I don't know if that's necessarily crazy to consider. Um, and – there is the possibility that Corey Lindsley, the center from the Chargers, is going to be a a, uh, a salary cap casualty. He played he with Rodgers. Yep, he played with yeah. Rodgers under Hackett. So I could see him for two years with McGovern walking. They're like, hey, we get Lindsley, we get Bakhtiari, we get Cobb. So you get all these players that come with Rodgers. Maybe we get yeah, Adrian I mean, Amos, someone that Douglas scouted in Chicago. <laughs> Yeah, it and Lazard is speaking glowingly about Rodgers on his way mm -hmm. out. Like you hear the quotes oh, yeah. from him, the Aaron Jones, Lazard. They just mm -hmm. I think Lazard called him, called him the goat, the greatest of all time the other day over Brady. Mm -hmm. Which, hey, whatever. I know you were teammates, but it's still, it, it's a good sign. Yeah, I mean, four to one touchdown to interception ratio. It's really hard, like, not to want Rodgers. The guy is just so incredible. Yeah, I agree. And it, it's a close call, but <laughs> the panic is real. I understand the panic because it's only a short window and Douglas has got to decide it's going to be over the next. I really think something's going to happen over the next seven to 10 days. So we'll see. I love it. Robbie, thank you so much for hopping on here. Uh, I'm going to take some phone calls after we hop off here, but I want to get your uh, final closing thoughts. Let them know where they can find you and what you got going on. It just uh, hit up jetsexfactor.com. All that good stuff is right there. And then uh, JetX Mobile on the App Store and Google Play. Ryan, thanks for having me on anytime, brother. Um, and Jets fans, don't panic. Deep breaths. It's all going to work out. I, I was about to say I promise, but that would have been a silly move. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll take all, your promise. Only if you pinky promise, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to it, be a pinky it, promise. It's all going to work out, fellas. Just deep breath. I love it. Guys, that was Robbie Sabo. Thank you so much for hopping on, dude. Make sure you head over to his channel and sub him up. Boys and girls, we are at that point in the show where we can start doing some call-ins. Uh, let's see. Where is my little... Bam. There's that. I can take that off the screen because I don't have topics tonight. Um... Let's see, is this the piece I need? I think so. Bam. Do that. Where's my timer? Timer appears there. All right, timer's going to go up here tonight. And the link, if you guys want to hop on, ask a few questions, is going to be pinned in the live chat. I just threw that in there. Uh, you guys will pop in. You get three minutes after three minutes. That's it! You're out of here! That's right, you're out of here. Ah, oh, I had this nice clip I had all queued up, and I was just waiting to use it. You know what? 
before I go to the phone, so I, I see you, Carson, I see you, Charles, hang tight real quick. I want to show a clip real quick. I want to talk about it. Meant to show it with Rob. He didn't do it. Um, but let's take a look at some comments made on uh, Get Up this morning. We have some hard conversations that are going to be happening in Florham Park this week because this one is getting extremely interesting. Derek Carr visiting with the team, and I'm told that it was a very positive meeting, that the Jets really believe that Derek Carr is the type of quarterback that can lead them to a potential championship. They also believe that the meeting went really well. Here's the rub, though. Aaron Rodgers still lingers, and the team also remains fascinated in the possibility of adding him. So why is that a problem? The timeline. Now we're looking at a situation where Aaron Rodgers hasn't even gone to the Packers to say whether he wants to be traded. We don't know if the Packers would be willing to trade him. We obviously know that there's a decision to be made there. So do the Jets go hard for Derek Carr now? Or do they risk potentially losing him and waiting it out for Aaron Rodgers? It is an ultimate predicament. I expect hard conversations within Florham Park to figure out which direction they go on their quarterback position. So they were talking about what do you do? Do you go for the quarterback now? Moving stuff around on here, sorry. Um, Do you go for the quarterback now in Derek Carr because you have the ability to sign him without giving up draft picks. You don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. You don't know if the Packers are going to trade Aaron Rodgers. I don't believe that. I think the Jets do know what's going to go on with the Packers because I believe Robert Sala and LaFleur have had conversations and they've at least had an understanding like, hey, if Rodgers says he's coming back, we are moving him or we are not moving him. And I guarantee because of how giddy the Jets are, they know the Packers are going to move him. They're just waiting for him to say he's going to come back. And I think there's a trade already worked out behind the scenes. I really do. Um, All right, let's jump into some phone calls. I've got Carson up first, then we got Charles, and then Afram. So Carson, welcome to the cockpit. What's going on, Ryan? Ah, Not too much. Hanging in there. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. So, so, uh, quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Uh, that's 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 basically what uh, is driving Jets fans crazy, and rightfully so. Um, mm-hmm. You know, listen, listen. I've been thinking about this since the last time I called in when you had uh, Tyson on the show. Uh, yep. I was thinking about this, and here's the thing. Uh, last time I brought up, you know, are we in, are we really in a position to give up an a- assets plural mm-hmm. assets plural for mm-hmm. a one or two year rental? Number one, we don't mm-hmm. know if he wants to even come here. Okay, that, that, that's number one. Number two, um, for a two-year rental, are we really in a position to give up, you know, $30, $40 million plus, plus two first-round picks and possibly a second? Okay, mm-hmm. that's number two. And number three, with Derek Carr, with him testing free agency, he's going to mm-hmm. get, I think I think what you, you said uh, on, on one of your other videos, I think $35 million is right the sweet spot. I think that's yep. kind of where he's going to be. Um mm-hmm. I got to say, though, it is growing and growing and growing. It looks like Lamar mm. is not going to stay in Baltimore. It is, it's mm. moving that direction. Um, Do you think the Jets try to make a don't. play for him? See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is there, mm. a, is there an NFL quarterback in the NFL right now, mm. right, when healthy? Because statistically, there is Mahomes, Allen, Rodgers, mm. and Brady. I believe those are the – only four quarterbacks over the last five years or six years that have more mm-hmm. wins than Lamar Jackson, right? That, okay. that that's, that's that's a statistic. Um, Interesting. I did not know that. I'd have to verify. Yeah. It, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Twenty. <laughs> I'll like, take think, it for think, fact. Think about twenty-six years old, right? Mm-hmm. He's coming off a knee injury. Oh, that, that's the scary part. 
right? He's coming off a knee injury. But, 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 when he is on the field, mm-hmm. he is the most electric quarterback in the NFL. He is, uh, Robert Sala said it himself. See, I don't have an issue with Lamar. I would trade for Lamar if, like, other things don't break the Jets' way. Like, I'm still, I, w- I would prefer Rodgers or Carr ahead of Lamar right now. But I understand guys wanting Lamar. I just, right. I think there's yeah. no way they trade him in the AFC. I think he's definitely going to the NFC. I think he's definitely going to Atlanta if he gets traded. Right. You know, it's and you know that's that's an interesting point. But you know, mm-hmm. see, here's the thing: if they put the non-exclusive tag on him, right, mm-hmm. and the Jets decide to match that offer sheet, I, be- I believe it's two first-round picks, and I believe a yeah. second rounder is the offer sheet, right? Mm-hmm. Would you rather give that up for possibly five to ten years of Lamar here in New York, or would you rather give mm-hmm. up for that up for two years of Rogers and Carr? Give- we just got to give up the money. Yeah. See, I would give up the if you could get. If if you could get Lamar, and let's say it was the two first round picks, and that's what it would what it took to get him, I'm on yeah. board with that. I'm okay giving up the two yeah. picks for Lamar all day. I just I think if you sign him to an offer sheet, there's no way the Ravens don't match that offer sheet, and then you work out a trade after that. I don't think right. there's any yeah. way they let him go for just the two firsts. Carson, thank you so much for the call. You have been ejected from the cockpit. Uh, all right, we got Charles up next. Charles, how you doing tonight? Good, man. Love your sauce t-shirt. Thank you, thank you. I'm glad you got it. I didn't get it, oh, but no, I Oh, no, you're it. talking about me. Oh. Yes. Yeah. I got I got two. I got my defensive rookie of the year. I got my offensive rookie of the year one. I just chose the sauce one first. <laughs> they just came in like two days ago. I know, because you and I both wanted sauce. Oh, my God. Ugh. I was so happy. I like. I got so much shit for <laughs> For like weeks, like it's gotta be the edge rusher. It's gotta be edge. I'm telling you, I was like, this guy's character. He's an alien. I don't know. I didn't think he'd be this good. No shot. I didn't think he would He's be that incredible. good either, to be honest. But I'm glad we fucking got him. Anyways, um, so we're here to talk mm-hmm. about the quarterbacks. I've been talking the quarterbacks a little bit with Jets Unleashed. Huge shout out mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love Rodgers to be on the Jets, but thing is, does he want to come here? Does he? Would he have a problem with? the limelight here in new york hmm. that would i don't be- think he would i don't i don't think he's afraid of the limelight i think he really likes the media attention i don't think he goes on pat mcafee just because he's a good guy i think he definitely loves like the oh are they swooning over me i want like you know all the media attention i think he'll love being here now i do think you have to ask whoever you're going to go after do you want to be here? I'm not talking contract with you until I know you want to be here. Like even th- that goes for Derek Carr. I'm not trying to outbid someone for a mercenary. I want you to tell me you want to be here. You believe in this team. Okay, we'll make the money work. I don't care what it is at that point. We'll we'll figure it all out. But like I'm not going to try and overbid like a cousin situation to get a guy that doesn't necessarily want to be here. That is very true. That was what I'm saying. Does he want to come here? You know, because plus – you know, oh, but with Derek Carr, you know, what I love about Derek Carr, and it kind of bothers me some that some Raider fans don't like him. He's a locker room guy. He's a good leader. And, you know, he puts up pretty good numbers uh, mm-hmm. for the most part. But, um, and I spoke with his Jets on leash, you know, Derek Carr has yet to really show that he can carry a team. I say, look, that is very true. But the thing is, he doesn't have to carry it alone. I mean, this past season. The Jets have mm-hmm. one of the greatest defensive turnarounds in the history of the franchise. Maybe in NFL history. Because in the 21 season, our defense was pure garbage. Mm-hmm. This past season, we were top five in the NFL. Mm-hmm. All we needed was some freaking consistently good quarterback play. That's what bit us in the ass 
and a healthy mm-hmm. offensive line. But that's another story. But uh, the thing about Rodgers, we would have to sacrifice a couple of first-round picks and maybe a second. Mm-hmm. That will kind of, to me, that will kind of hurt the team. In the that could probably hurt the team for a while. But you know, for Derek Carr, all we would give up is the money. So, the money is interesting, right? Like it, it depends if he's getting the fully guaranteed contract, how much you can kind of work with. Because that Watson deal, not that he's getting that kind of money, but like a fully guaranteed deal, there is not really any wiggle room <laughs> with fully guaranteed. You're not shifting stuff around to make it cap friendly. Um, I think there's a shot Carr might sign for like a three-year fully guaranteed deal, and then maybe it doesn't like, you know, maybe it gives him an option to to get one more contract before he hangs it all up. Charles, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Uh, All right, next up we got Afram coming in. Afram, how you doing tonight? Good, Ryan. How you doing? Hanging in there. What's on your mind? Well, good... uh Good show with uh, Sabo. Very, uh, thank you, thank you. Love talking ball with Sabo. My biggest concern, I would want Rogers. That's the top of my mm-hmm. list. My biggest concern is I, I need to know he's going to be there for two years. I just mm-hmm. can't deal just a single year. It just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, then you're back to square one again, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if it doesn't pan out, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and also, I'm thinking that. Joe Douglas doesn't, you know, he's not giving up on the second overall pick with Wilson. Mm-hmm. So it benefits him with Rodgers. But like you said, this, uh, dude, I don't think they give, I don't think they give Carr a long-term contract if they really want to uh, build, you know, keep uh, Wilson and develop him at this point. Um, yeah, it almost Joe provides two different routes, right? Like if you sign Carr, you're almost like admitting like, okay, Carr's not – or, or uh, Wilson's not the guy. With Rodgers, you're, you're kind of putting your eggs in exactly. Zach's basket still. Like that's why I've sort of figured that like I would imagine our actual list is probably like Rodgers, Jimmy G, Tannehill in some capacity, maybe more so than Carr because all three of those options allow you to still go with Wilson as opposed to Carr that you know may not. Exactly. As far as the mm-hmm. money, it's, it, it, there's no way around it. You know, you got everyone looking for big money. Look, look at what's his name, mm-hmm. Jones. Daniel Jones, like, forty-five million. I'm telling. If Daniel Jones, if they don't franchise tag him and he, they let him hit the market for some reason, the Jets should go run into him. I, I really like Daniel Jones. Now, if yeah. Rodgers becomes available, go for Rodgers and, and put your eggs in that basket. Well, no problem. Do, but but Jones is number two on my list. Yeah, I, I would take Jones ahead of Carr. If they do a non-exclusive, it's thirty-two million, and then oh, they give up two first rounders, right? So yep. I don't yeah. think anyone's giving up two first rounders for him. You know, I I, I, I don't know. I would I would give up two firsts. I think I, if you, I want to see a, I want to see a second good year out of him because that's fair. Again, I think the against, right team. I, maybe the Jets shouldn't do it because of like where our coaching staff is currently. Like yeah. I, I do think the um, the ability to go to Rogers makes a lot more sense here than yeah, than Daniel yeah. Jones. It, but I, mean, I think they, I think they, they could get two ones for him. It depends. I really think it, it all depends on on. You know, we mm-hmm. saw um, he did it with with uh, Dable. Uh, does mm-hmm. he do it with another team? Right. See, see I, how- I think the the biggest thing I saw from him this year was not turning the ball over. Like to me, I don't. Maybe that's Dable. I, you know, but like I've seen the same player for the most part, and then maybe he's I, I you can't discount Dable and Kafka. The two of them are just an absolutely fantastic offensive coaching staff. We just don't have so a body of work. 
Yeah, exactly. So there, there's definitely that fear. But if it's like, I don't know. I like. I think Jones is a good quarterback. I know a lot of Jeff fans are going to give me shit for that, but like, I would be tickled pink if Zach Wilson looked like Daniel Jones right now. I would be so happy. Comes down to coaching and development. I know, I know. So for Dude. the best. <laughs> ah, from thank you so much for the call. You have been ejected That's from the You're call. Out of here. Uh, let's see. I got Omar positive vibes. Give me just one second. I'm just gonna hit this super chat real quick, and then we'll get to your phone call. Donald drops in, says, "Yes, I say go ahead and sign Carr. We can't lose out." Ah, man, that's like the biggest fear. Like, how much of a kick in the pants would it be if you signed Carr to like a big contract and then you find out Rodgers wanted to come here and like you just had to wait a few more days? But I understand the the big fear of like passing on Carr, passing on Rodgers, and then now you're just up the creek without a paddle. So it's uh, it's a panic move for uh, for sure. Uh, all right, I've got Omar. Show Omar, how are you doing tonight? Hey, what's up, um, Ryan? How are you? Hanging in there, having a having a good night for sure. How uh, how are so, your feelings on the the Jets quarterback situation? Well, um, I haven't really been thinking about it too much, and uh, that's part of why I wanted to call in because I now I see that things are starting to pick up now, and I didn't realize that the franchise window franchise tag window opens tomorrow. So I was thinking mm-hmm. nothing's going to happen till March fifteenth. Why are so many YouTubers going crazy? Enjoy the off season. I wanted to tell you, Richie, and everybody, like enjoy the off season. Green bean, like, come on, guys, take a couple of days for yourself. That's what I did. Oh, no, I've been away crazy. from all of this, so I, I please don't take this the wrong way, uh, Ryan. But I haven't been watching your <laughs> videos right. or anybody's videos. Just been That's enjoying totally the off fine. season. That um, is all I did, right. I, I did see one thing though. I did notice that, um, you know. Sh- oh, by the way, shout out to uh, our, you know, all the rookies like Garrett and of course Sauce. But mm-hmm. listen, uh, what about JJ? Right. And like uh, Max, he was he, he flew and, under uh, the radar this whole time. Yeah, but that's real. the reason so I think Carl I Lawson say, doesn't come back. Yeah, I just want to say, low key, man, I'm really excited for uh, Michael Clemens, Jermaine Johnson, year two more playing time. You know, mm-hmm. like that solves a lot of the D line issues if they really uh, just kind of take a couple more steps up or get more playing time. You know, so um, mm-hmm. Gary V had a really interesting thing. I'm surprised nobody did a video on that. Did you hear his interview with Pat McAfee? Who was that? Gary V. Uh, I think I looked at part of it. I don't know if I listened to the full thing. I know he's talking yeah, about wanting he, to buy the Jets, I think, right? Yeah, he talked like about thing. wanting to buy the Jets, but he talked about what to do and how the season went. He mm-hmm. said, you know, we shouldn't give up on, on Zach Wilson. He talked about a number of quarterbacks options right now. You know, mm-hmm. I understand the, um, you know, the car thing and Aaron Rodgers thing, and yada, yada, yada. I mean, I guess Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers probably sounds like the best choice. But mm-hmm. uh, Gary V said, and, and also Rich Eisen said this as well. You know, they talked about stability. So I get it. I get this win now thing. Who gives us the best chance to win now? But the reality is is that we're going to be kind of going back and forth with the quarterback thing unless we figure out Zach. I think that that's the way to go. And so, like the last caller said, coaching, I hope that we can find the right coaching or find whatever it is that we need to find to get him in the right place. It's not going to be this year. I get that. I get that. But whoever we go with, seriously, whoever we go with, it's one or two years. Even if it's mm-hmm. Derek Carr, because whatever contract Derek Carr gets, it's not going to be cap friendly. And his age is, he's not getting any younger. You got what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, oh, I, and I think that's fair. You also run into that whole thing like, okay, are we overpaying for the production we're going to get out of car? Because like Sabo said earlier, right. there is something to the whole, right. oh, his stats look a lot better because he's on a bad team and they're losing a bunch of games. Right. Like It's almost mm-hmm. like the, the Blake Bortles effect where Bortles had a ton of yards, but you're like, mm, is he actually a good quarterback? I'm not so sure. And also, this isn't this is you know some if this experiment don't work out. Salah's gone, you know. So that's another thing. There's there's a lot of things to this. So let's be patient, guys, and let's support you know whatever move the Jets make. That's 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 all I got, Ryan. Oh, and Hell shout out yeah. to Robbie, man. Love, love Robbie Sable. <laughs> shout out to Robbie Sable. So good stuff, dude. I'm a Jet fan first and foremost. I don't care who our quarterback ends up being. I do care. That's a lie. I do care who our quarterback. I, I just ends hope up being. things don't get. I'm uh, cheering for the guy. Ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Things got ugly towards the end of the year last year, so let's let's mm-hmm. keep this let's keep the positivity going. That's what Gary V talked about, being more positive and negative. See? Absolutely. Well, he knows it. He understands that you gotta kind of manifest that. And I, I love the positive vibes. Only thing that we got from Salah. I, I know it sort of went sideways because of everything that went on with the quarterback and stuff towards the end of the season. But I think the messaging is sound. I think the the direction is the right way we're going with with Douglas, with Salah. And I do think Rodgers provides two years of stability for Salah and Douglas, and then it gives them that extra option of, okay, after Rodgers retires, are we running it back with Zach, or are we going on to another quarterback? And I think if you win with Rodgers and you at least see, like, okay, this is the guy, like, this is the staff that can get a lot out of our other players, they might get a second crack at a quarterback afterwards. Gary V said whoever comes in has to give 5 to 10% of their time to helping Zach, whoever it is. That's what Gary V mm. said. So I, it was I a really good interview. That. You should, look, you should I, listen to the whole interview. Really good. I I definitely did hear that part. I do I do remember that. For Rodgers, I think it's going to be him sort of osmosising uh, stuff with Rodgers because there's not the same competition that Rodgers had with Love. I think Rodgers would kind of – I don't want to say he's going to help Zach, but I think he's not going to be as uh, standoffish as it was with Love. Um, with Carr, I don't know how you bring Carr in and groom Zach. I think Carr would be a great teammate for Zach. I just – I don't see how Zach likes that because it doesn't seem like they're they're rolling with him. Omar, thank you so much for the call. You have been ejected from the cockpit. Boys and girls, if you'd like to call in, the link to call in is in the live chat. It's pinned in the live chat comment section, so just click on that. You can join in. You get three minutes. After three minutes, you get the chicken. You're out of here. That's right. Got something with the chicken possibly coming up in the next few days. Um, maybe some new merch. Something like that. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but yeah, what are you guys talking about in the chat? I haven't I haven't paid attention to you guys. Got to show you guys some love. Uh, let's see. Uh, Gary says Salah and JD are safe. We were not supposed to win last year. Fans are pushing this move. Um, I do get the feeling the Jets are going to have to start winning this year. So I, I do think the pressure put on as like a must win year or like playoffs or bust might be a little more dramatic. Like I, I think we can see Salah here for two more years, Douglas here for two more years without, you know, beating an eyelash, but you can't have a season that ended like this year, next year. I think that's, I think we're probably all in agreement on that part. Um, let's see. It's Snoopy says, nobody is coming here helping Zach. 
what's wrong with some fans? Um, well, the idea is you hope a veteran quarterback that's 35 plus years old might be willing to put some of that uh, knowledge to, to good work and then you know, maybe they have a coaching career. Like McCown was a guy that always liked doing that sort of stuff. Um, but I think when you get like the starting co- quarterback caliber guys, that's when you start getting a little, uh, a little dicey. Uh, Big Al says these Lamar Jackson people are imbeciles. The guy can't beat anybody uh, if he becomes a pocket passer, and that will be sooner than later. Uh, the guy can't beat anybody if he becomes. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I Lamar doesn't take a lot of big hits, and the two times he's been hurt has been in the pocket. I Lamar would be really exciting. Um, I don't think he ends up in the AFC though. I think he goes to Atlanta. Um, let's see. <laughs> Gary says Rogers is like a bitch. Quarterbacks don't help other quarterbacks. Coaches do. That's fair. David's excited for the chicken. David says, "Oh, hot chicken news." Well, I didn't try to think hot chicken nudes. Could have put the chicken in a bikini, I guess. <laughs> we'll see where it goes. Um, let's see. Uh, Omar says, Zach will learn. He wanted, uh, he wants to get better. He loves football. Um, my fear is the the stuff that's going on behind the scenes with like his family life. Like the if his mom's getting like, horrible dms and shit like that like i know if my mom got those sorts of things or my wife got those sorts of things about me they'd be like yeah you're not playing there get out of here um so i don't know if it's all about um how zach feels about football i think some of it is is personal too and i i hope our fans calm the fuck down because some of our fans suck um jordan victor says can you dump zach wilson uh zach wilson's contract with a trade. Well, let me put that back up there. Uh, you, yes, but not really. You, He has a guaranteed contract, so you do have to pay him his salary this year. It becomes cap reasonable to trade him after June 1st of this year. So in the event, like let's say the Jets wound up getting Derek Carr and you said, okay, we're going to fluff up Zach Wilson's trade value in preseason, then you could move on from him and you wouldn't you know, necessarily be in the worst shape. Uh, I think in the case of Rodgers, you're holding on to Zach for all for both years. You're probably not going to exercise his fifth year option, if I had to guess. Um, could you dump Wilson's contract? Yes, I don't see it happening this year. I would be very surprised if it happened this year. I really think we're getting Rodgers, and I think it's going to be, you know, maybe. I think we're getting. I think Zach stays for the next two years. I would be very surprised if we did not have him. Um. Hennessy's in the chat. Hennessy says, what's up, boys and girls? We talking about the same thing tonight. Yeah, we're talking about the same thing about this quarterback news until we get the quarterback. It's going to be a consistent story. I was making thumbnails for all these different live streams where I'm like, okay, you know, I want to talk about this news about Carr. I want to talk about this news about Rodgers. I'm getting to the point where I was like, I'm running out of words to use. <laughs> I'm just going to do latest updates and we'll just talk about it. We'll do my my thoughts and then we'll do the, the reaction stuff after. Actually, that's something I want to hear from you guys. Let me know in the chat. Do you guys like me doing the the kind of reaction-y videos where you guys can have the the comment questions pop up at the end, or would you prefer me to stick with more of the traditional edited videos? I do a, a good mix of both anyway, but I'm just curious where you guys sit. We've got like, you know, 80, 100, 380 of you guys in here, something like that. 
Uh, all right, we got Donald joining the show. Donald, how you doing tonight? What's up? Nice having you on the show, dude. What's uh, what's on your mind? Not much. Um, I say for real, for real, we would have a better option of going mm -hmm. with Derek Carr than mm -hmm. going with the quarterback with Aaron Green Bay Packers. Yeah, with Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. Because now, why for for mm -hmm. one, he's more older. If you mm -hmm. if you if you know what I'm saying, like we have sure, and the coaches is looking for stability. Mm -hmm. That's one of the that's one of the main things that our coach has been saying that they've mm -hmm. been looking for stability. If we draft and pull in Carr, he mm -hmm. would give us more like three, maybe four or five years down the line mm -hmm. instead of pulling for the quarterback Aaron Rodgers, which would give mm -hmm. us just two, maybe one. We don't even know if he's going to retire or not. So. I think that's fair. I think I th I really think the Jets will probably have some type of condition on that draft pick if Rodgers hangs it up after a year. I feel like any team would have to probably do that. Yeah, that would be a better pick right there. Mm -hmm. Go go with Carr and Carr would give us a better chance of winning the AFC champs. So I think. I, I don't know. I feel like Rodgers may give us – I think Rodgers gives us the better chance. I think Carr gives us the more longevity. So like you said, the stability there, being able to have multiple cracks at it. I, you've probably heard me say throughout the stream talking about like the lottery tickets almost of a, of a uh, playoff season where you don't know if you're going to – how you're going to do in the playoffs. There's so many variables, which team's getting hot, how many injuries are on each different playoff team. It, it, you know, there is a portion of it that is, okay, can the quarterback get you past some of the other, you know, players and teams in your conference? But I think Carr is every bit as good as Eli Manning, every bit as good as Matt Ryan, every bit as good as Nick Foles. Like, I think you can win with that level of quarterback play. I don't think um, – I think there's fans that are concerned about it, and I, I, I don't think they should be. And if you look at it this way, we won't have to lose out on our picks neither. Mm -hmm. so yeah, it's, it's interesting. So you kind of lose. About, yeah, everybody's yeah, so worried about us losing in our pick 13s and stuff like mm -hmm. that and, and the rest of our picks. If we get caught, we won't have to worry about dropping nobody or worrying about dropping our picks. Yeah, I mean, from a from a draft perspective, I don't want to lose the 13th pick, but at the same time, I feel like if you sign Carr with all the big money he's going to get, you're not necessarily going for a ring this year. You're going for like, okay, we're, we're, we need to get playoffs and we need to continue to draft to develop that Super Bowl team where with Rodgers, his cap hit is going to be so small that you can bring in the veterans and go for the ring that year um, for these next two. So it's interesting. It's it's like two different mindsets with how the dynamics is going to play out for the quarterbacks. Donald, thank you so much for the call. You have been ejected from the cockpit. Uh, we got Ron joining the show. Ron, how you doing tonight? Hey, can you hear me? Are we doing I good? I can hear you loud and clear. All right, that's great to hear. So, I mean, obviously, all we're talking about is quarterbacks here. So, mm -hmm. uh, let's start talking about some quarterbacks. So Love it. Aaron Rodgers. Can mm -hmm. we get him? Can we get Aaron Rodgers? I, I, I just don't see it happening. I, I think we fall into this fallacy every year that we're going to go mm -hmm. get a top guy. And Hey, mm -hmm. I think it's, it's okay not to get Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Um mm -hmm. Derek Carr is a little bit more manageable, 
you know. Mm. Uh, I think we could get a guy like Derek Carr. But, I mean, look what happened to the Colts. I mean, they just signed uh, Matt Ryan, Carson mm. Wentz, Phillip Rivers. Is that where we want to go? Like, I mean, if we're just going to be getting a veteran mm. quarterback every year and just trying to string together a Super Bowl run, look what happened to the Colts. I don't want to be where the Colts are. Yeah, but then look at, like, teams like the Rams or the Bucks or, like, you know, you, you bring in a veteran quarterback and you win a Super Bowl. And I think Rodgers sure. is the type if of quarterback did, you, you could do. Level. Yeah, Carr's an interesting one. on that level. Carr, you run the risk of having that Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I well, because so like I've always heard people say like, oh, Derek Carr has all these comeback wins and everything, and like I get that that is a, a nice thing to be able to say, but like also realize he's putting his team in a position, you know, in part because he's not scoring enough to keep up with the points that his defense is giving up, and there's a reason why Stafford, Cousins, Carr lead in terms of comebacks and not Brady, Breeze, Rogers. <laughs> it's because the good quarterbacks right, right, are course, keeping leads. Course. Yeah, of course. So I mean, like, if, if we think about it, has Carr even ever won a playoff game? I don't think so. I think he's only been in so two playoff. I th- well, I think he went to the playoffs twice. One year he had the broken leg. I think the second year was right. last well, twenty twenty one against the Texans. And yeah. yeah, no, but it's like he's Lost never won a playoff Super game. Bowl. Why are we trusting this guy to go win a Super Bowl? You know, and I well, you I mean, a lot of people I, I don't think, win a Super Bowl until they win a Super Bowl. Like Stafford's biggest knock, he no, doesn't win I'm a, not Super even a Super Bowl. I'm saying a playoff game. I'm saying a playoff game. Oh well, yeah, like I get that. I I think how that's are you fair. supposed to win a Super Bowl whenever you can't even win a playoff game? Like l- let's be real here. I I, I think um, the best quarterback that we've actually mm-hmm. had for the last three years is Mike White, and I'm completely mm-hmm. fine with going into the season with Mike White and getting rid of the uh. whole Zach Wilson problem. I can't see any way that the Jets, one, trade Zach this offseason, and two, Mike White returns with Zach still on the roster. Like, for me, Mike White's probably going to go to L.A., follow LaFleur, be Stafford's backup. When Stafford hangs it up, then maybe White gets his opportunity to play. That feels to me like the move he's going to make. I don't think he stays with the Jets. Sure, but I but my, can we agree that Mike White's the best quarterback that we had for the last five, ten years, you could even say? I can't argue against it. I mean, Fitz is really so, yeah, the only so one why, I can say that was better. <laughs> why are we turning this? Guy oh no, down? I like we White. Don't get me wrong. I we just never gave the guy a shot. What are we supposed to do? We should go. Well, we gave him a shot. He broke in half. That's the issue. And sure, I like Mike sure, White. If he did, sure. I wanted but to see him the rest of the season because the he could have been our Jimmy G. He could have been have our Jimmy G level quarterback. Once Rodgers becomes available and once Carr becomes available, at Carr, I understand. If you wanted to go with Mike White instead of Carr in the event that you saw Mike White play out the rest of the season and he had like a Carr esque level of play, I wouldn't have any problem, you know, resigning Mike White. But the fact that he got hurt and you have Zach Wilson behind there, like they are, they spent the number two overall pick on him. They're going to want to go back to him at some point. As much as fans like Mike White come and the, the players loved on. to we rally around get, Mike White and he was our best that. quarterback. We can get rid of Zach. I know. I just I don't Zach. see we it happening, dude. What has he done for you? Boom! You're out of here! <laughs> Ejected! Ruthless with the chicken. All right, we got Sonny joining. Sonny, what's up, brother? Hey, Ryan. How you doing, man? Hanging in there. How's uh, how's your night going? Good so far. Not too bad. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, just to, to sort of jump in there with the last caller. True. I mean, if if you don't want Derek Carr, then who do you want? Just Rodgers or nobody? 
<laughs> yeah, right? Like, I, my panic, I think the panic for most, if not all, Jet fans is the, like, if you don't get Rodgers, then you passed on Carr. And, like, that's the panic. But, like, I don't know. What, what do you want to do if I think if those two quarterbacks frame, aren't an option? You think the time frame right, work out? That, that, I think the time frame is starting to get closer than we thought it would before. Mm-hmm. I, I think we'll get a real understanding if we have any shot with Aaron Rodgers and then mm-hmm. have the opportunity just to go all in on Derek Carr, you know, and mm-hmm. try to make that push to bring him here. Now, mm-hmm. like you just mentioned, that's an amazing point. What if these two guys don't want to come here? That's a real mm-hmm. possibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was a little bit surprised. Uh, it, it showed the progress the Jets have been making just by Derek Carr taking the visit. The last mm-hmm. few years, we couldn't attract any free agent to come mm-hmm. here and visit us. So I, I, I was glad to see the guy actually came out here and, and had a an early dinner or whatever you want to call it in New Jersey. Uh, well, that's but- just to say that, like, I mean, for him to come out here, I think that shows a lot for me. I, I see it. it. It could have been a few things could have been, okay, we're, we're testing the waters. We're, we're doing our yeah. due diligence, but I think the jets being the only other team to call Vegas about car and you know, there was no trade offer accepted, so he, Carr was not allowed to talk to us prior to that. We don't know right. if he offered anything. We don't know if they were even going to trade him within the AFC at all. But yeah. I think Carr seeing that, recognizing loyalty, and then coming out here to New York and New Jersey, spending some time with us, I think there's a reason why we were his first visit. And I yeah. think he would, like, I don't think we should discount the personality of Carr. I think Sala and Douglas are like very high on that and in the yeah. event rogers is like too wishy-washy and Carr says hey look guys i'm all in i think they i think they'll go for him i think they do yeah i i think Carr is a, a really high character guy just a really good dude and uh mm-hmm. you know just one of those guys that he's he's all heart you know wherever mm-hmm. he goes he's gonna be all in all that mm-hmm. being said i'd obviously rather rather have rogers but mm-hmm. uh, like we were saying before, there is a shot that both of these guys, Carr and Rogers, say, uh, I'm not sure that's the best fit for me. I need to go mm-hmm. somewhere else. If that's the case, we're looking at a realistic scenario of Ryan Tannehill, Jimmy mm-hmm. Garoppolo. You know, maybe there's a couple of wild card options out there that we don't see. Can we trade for Matthew Stafford? Can we can we trade our firstborn mm. for Lamar Jackson? You know, but is there <laughs> I, any? If we don't get Carl Rogers, I would like hope there's some other trade that we just don't know about that could like spring up, so I could be super excited because Tannehill right. just doesn't do it for me. I get why they would do it, but man, that would just be such a like a kick in the pants. Sonny, thank you so much for the call. Have a bit. That's it. Get out of here from the cockpit. Uh, all right, guys, on deck, I have uh, Jimmy from Seattle, then Jay, then Bo, then Jake. So just hang on, guys. We'll get to you in that order. Jimmy, welcome to the cockpit. It's good. What is good? What is good? I'm hanging in there. How are you doing tonight? I'm good, brother. You know, just going through, uh, getting all my Jets content in for the day after, you know, hanging love out it, for love all it. day. Love what's <laughs> going on here. But, uh, man, I have to err on the side of caution, man. Mm-hmm. We've been through this before. We've seen this movie with this mm-hmm. team, with this franchise, man. And I'm a huge advocate. Like, 
obviously everybody knows when it comes to the quarterback situation, when you have to choose between Carr versus Rodgers, you're taking Rodgers mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, twice on Sunday, though. So it's mm-hmm. like we get that. Unfortunately, t- for me to want to sit here and wait it out and mm-hmm. hope and pray that somehow the Jets, who have had nothing for the past decade and a half, go right for us for all of a sudden just to flicker just because we had a couple of wins that we got f- with the lack of a quarterback with you know having the run game and then losing all of our guys like man either way car rogers i have faith that they're going to be bringing in people right like you like you can only imagine like there's wide receivers out there like a you know Devontae adams like a uh mm-hmm. when it comes to aaron Rodgers, alan lazard that wants mm-hmm. to you know probably have that consistency with their quarterback but outside of just it not costing the picks the compensation and stuff like that mm-hmm. i have to go with car man i understand mm-hmm. that everybody's over here is very weary about what uh if you can win a playoff game if you can play in uh 35 degree weather if you can you know mm-hmm. be consistent this that, and the third man team sport obviously but I think just from what we've seen, man, media, all we needed was mediocre quarterback play. Mediocre mm-hmm. quarterback play. I'm not saying Brosie's going to come up in here and be, you know, walk on water like Jesus. All I'm asking for him is just can you hit the screen? Can you hit a, a slant on time, not behind my guy, and lead, mm-hmm. let Garrett Wilson get his head tore off? Will you uh, give us time, like throw the ball away? That's all I'm mm-hmm. asking. Can we throw the ball away? Like, man, like, and I, I think that goes overlooked. Everybody's all in the glitz and glamour of Aaron Rodgers. But I think we got to go with Carr because he's the most available. He clearly has some type of respect for us. Uh, Jimmy G is, like, my last straw. Like, if we get Jimmy mm. G, I ain't going to be happy about it, brother. I ain't going to be happy. <laughs> no, I won't be happy about squad. it. But it would be 10 times better than Tannehill and anybody less, brother. I would rather <sighs> have... Uh, I'd rather have V-Man be our quarterback to <laughs> before, before anybody else. Like, forget I'm that, hoping, man. dude, I just want to see competent quarterback play from the quarterback under center for the New York Jets. I don't care who it is. I'm going to be rooting for him. Brother, thank you so much for the call. Yes, you sir. have been ejected. You're out of here. Uh, all right, we got Jay on the line. Jay, how are you doing tonight? Jay, can you hear me? Going once. Jay going twice. And I'm going to go to the next caller. We got Bo. Bo's coming in. How are you doing tonight, Bo? Hey, how's it going? First time caller here. Um, Love it. Typical Jets fan shit. Uh, everyone's freaking <laughs> out, overanalyzing everything. I think we're we're just a fan base of contrarians. Every time the truth is like right in front of us, we have to start playing conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. thinking of packages that are never going to happen. So you think uh, it's going to be car? Yeah, no, I mean, everyone talks about like, oh, all we need is a competent quarterback. Well, any one of these guys on these lists, even the people we don't even want, if we're being honest, is still going to be an upgrade. Still going to be an upgrade. You're not wrong. <laughs> It's, it could be any one of them, and they'd, they'd still be an upgrade over 33rd-ranked quarterback or whatever we had last year. Exactly. And I'm in the camp, you know, Rodgers or Carr or bust because mm-hmm. they say there's no playoff mandate, but with the rookie contracts, 
we didn't mm-hmm. we didn't hit on quarterback. So mm-hmm. we hit on like four other guys though. Mm-hmm. That's your quarterback window with the contract. You need to find a way yes. to manipulate. And furthermore, I mean, defense, I think our schedule was kind of easy. We played a lot of injured quarterbacks. I'm not going to expect top three defense. I'll expect top five, at worst top ten. So mm-hmm. that can take a step back. I do. I agree with that. I do think we see top 10 level play next year. We're supposed to have a really tough schedule next season, but I, I do think it's tough to duplicate uh, defensive performances year over year. Which almost never happens. Aside from yeah. few, a few games, I mean, God mm-hmm. forbid he was out eight or nine games, that defense wouldn't be top three. That would, They would have fallen at least five or six spots. Yeah. Um, no. I think it's interesting when you start talking about the the defense and what could happen when you get a good quarterback. Now all of a sudden your pass rush might be able to tee off on the other team's quarterback and you might be able to generate some more turnovers too. So there, there is some turnover potential with an, with an offensive firepower. If we have quarterback play, it's all symbiotic when they all feed off of each mm-hmm. other. And the big mm-hmm. thing with Derek Warren, I mean, I don't even have to say it. We already know these stats leads the league in fourth quarter comeback since 2015. I tell mm-hmm. Raiders fans, sounds like a Raiders defense problem, not a Derek Carr problem. You guys haven't mm-hmm. played defense since Osamoa suited up, so don't <laughs> tell me about Derek Carr. Yeah, I kind of, I, I was saying, uh, you know, three losses after a 17-point lead. How is that on Derek Carr? You're up by 17 <laughs> points and you lose? That's an NFL record <laughs> in one season. And then the other thing, you know, I think we all want Aaron Rodgers. You'd be... You'd be lying if you said he's not the best option. I don't care what you think about him off the field, but that's the uncertainty. So now we got to play the game, Carl Rogers, while he's sitting in a K-hole somewhere. <laughs> I'm hoping he comes out of this whole thing and he says, ah, I'm wearing green and white next year. I'm going to the Jets. Brother, thank you so much. Love it. <laughs> Brother, take it easy. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Uh, I've got Jake joining the show. Jake, give me one second. I just want to throw the super chat up, and then we'll get right over to your call. Kevin drops in and says, DJ Reed already said that he would part with his number four to accommodate Derek Carr. What is the possibility of Brady coming out of retirement for the Jets? Uh, no, but Aaron Rodgers wears number 12, and Namath has said he would allow Rodgers to wear the elusive number 12. So number four from DJ Reed, number 12 from Namath, Either one, I'm all about it. Jake, how you doing tonight? Uh, this Derek Carr stuff is just giving me a headache. <laughs> it really is. You're, you're so off the Derek Carr stuff. I'm just like, if Nathaniel Hackett started here, didn't tell you that Rodgers is coming here, I really don't know what to say anymore. I really mm-hmm. don't know. It's, it's, I, 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 love, I love the people trying to sell Ryan Tannehill. Like, dude, I'll become a Giant fan if Ryan Tannehill ever came here. Let's just put it that way. I mean, it's got. I, I mean, if you're if you're even, looking at it, you got to be thinking it's it's Rogers, Jimmy G, Tannehill as like the three. If you kind of were like looking at, like, I don't know if Carr like fits the timeline. If they if they want to roll with Zach, I think it depends on how they feel about Zach with Carr. I think the way people have to look at it is this way: the Jets are basically the young, cheap version of the Rams. They don't have guys that are 35 years old and trying to win a Super Bowl and giving everything away, and then they got to start over in two years. The Jets mm-hmm. can actually in two years still have their young roster, not even have to fully pay everyone yet. And that's if mm-hmm. Rodgers does win a Super Bowl in the next two years. And they're mm-hmm. not even giving away draft picks that go into 2025. So mm-hmm. when everyone says we're giving the farm away for Rodgers, no, actually, people, let's be very clear here. 
we're not doing the Russell Wilson trade. The Russell Wilson mm-hmm. trade is not in any way in any sh- close distance to what we're doing. We are doing probably at the most two options. You're giving the 13 picks straight up, or we'll give mm-hmm. them a second round pick and a conditional pick next year. It's those two mm-hmm. options. They get any if it's if this starts going to like two second round picks. I mean, JD is beyond a genius. Which, by the way, I still think he's mm-hmm. done an amazing job. If he can so get Rodgers for two seconds, we're gonna be jumping for joy. <laughs> I, I don't think it's out of the. I don't think it's out of the question. I really don't. I don't think it's, think it's, it's totally unplausible, but I almost feel like you'd have to like trade. Becton plus two seconds. I think it's almost All like right. a weird. Get rid of get it. Get rid of Tubby McTumberson. I don't really care. He can't well, stay. Well, that, I, like it's not necessarily like crazy. If I could do two seconds and Becton for Rodgers, and then you get back to Ari, and you're going to use number thirteen on a tackle anyway. Yeah, I mean it's not crazy. It's it's an interesting no, thought. I I think that's it. That would be an amazing offseason right there. And they're going to have to get linebackers. Mm. They still got to get linebackers, safeties, maybe mm. another receiver with Corey Davis and Ben Barrios gone. They make mm. those decisions automatically. You're already talking. Let, let's mm. simplify this even more, man. Like, is Derek Carr beating Patty or Burrow in the AFC Championship game? Yes or no? Just right off the top of your head. Is he doing that? Yes or no? I would put them as the underdog every time. The Jets. Right. right. Yeah. And they I, but I would. I would. I would. My them. argument to that is is I've seen Matt Ryan in the Super Bowl. I've seen Eli Manning in the Super Bowl. I've seen Nick Foles in the Super Bowl. Like to me, Carr can get you to a Super Bowl. And if you believe the NFL is in any given Sunday league, I think Carr can be that quarterback. I think you have a higher probability with Rodgers, and I do think that's the way we should go, hundred percent, because it doesn't like you're not giving up on Zach at that point. But I, I, I like Carr. I like the per- the personality of Carr, I think, is the piece that we have to be careful of. I think that's an aspect that I think Douglas and Salah really do like and admire. And there is some weird, quirky traits with Rodgers. And it wouldn't shock me if they decided, you know, oh, the, the price for Rodgers is too high or, you know, maybe he's not all in here. He'd rather go to Tennessee or go to Vegas. Then I could see them making the pivot. You know, I would like to see him pivot to Carr instead of someone like Tannehill or fucking Jimmy G. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I, I, I just the, the whole sell of Carr to me is just like we're it's it's this just Jake. I got more callers. Boom! <laughs> You've been ejected, Jake. Thank you so much for the call. I got three more callers in here. I want to try and hammer them out. I know I could have let him uh, finish his sentence, but my show, my rules. Uh. NY Jets fan four. What's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Then we got Jay and then Jet Mike to round out the show. What's going on, Ryan? Not too much. I'm hanging in there, having myself a good night. How are you feeling tonight? Not bad, man. Uh, just a few things. Um, sort of with the last caller, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you, the Jets are going to host Derek Carr and host him for a full weekend to say, well, we're going to wait on what Aaron Rodgers is going to say. Like if I'm Derek, Derek Carr just left a team for pretty much not wanting him and pissing him off that way. So in my in, in the way I look at it is you're burning the bridge with Derek Carr if you do that. So that if Aaron Rodgers decides not to come to the Jets, he's going to say, screw you guys. Mm-hmm. You guys didn't fully commit to me when I literally spent the whole weekend with you guys. And now you guys want me because he decided to go somewhere else. I think I, to I, me that there, there's a clear conversation that has to happen. And I think with Derek Carr, it's, it's, Hey, like, are you looking to sign right now? Or do you want to court yourself to the other, you know, the other teams? Like, obviously we want you to feel like you're getting fair value. If you feel you're getting a, a contract elsewhere and you still, and you want to play here, 
then go find that contract. Let's make it work. Let's let's have you win as a Jet. I think you can word it in such a way that he's going to be able to like test other markets and talk to people. And I think it's going to stretch out. I'm hoping we find out about Rodgers before Carr signs because if Rodgers says, I'm playing for the Packers or I'm playing for XYZ team and I'm not going to the Jets, then you have to pivot to Carr. I would be so upset well, if we did not. The other the other thing was, too, is I was watching NFL Network tonight and it was sort of funny how they had uh, mm-hmm. David Carr on there, his brother. And yeah, yeah. They, I'm excited they, to see their podcast when that eventually comes out about well, what happened they, in Vegas. They, well, they asked him what ha- um, if he spoke to his brother about the Jets meeting, and he literally had a grin on his face from ear to ear, and he was like literally all good things about Derek Carr telling him how good the meeting went with the Jets and all this oh, stuff. Awesome. And then and Ladanian Tomlinson was on the other side, and he looked at David Carr, and he's like, I noticed you're wearing a green, a Jets green tie. And he all he and all he did was just smile, and say, "I I just wear what they give me." And it was if sort of, it was sort of weird chat, how it came literally if, a if, day after the meeting just ended. So NY uh, Jets fan four, if you can send me that, I would love to put it in a video. I did not see that. If anyone in the it chat does it, it know that clip, seven, it was around seven o'clock on NFL Network around that. All right. If time. any of you guys know the clip or, or can figure it out where it is, I'd love to to figure it out because I try to record all that stuff and then like when I find yeah, an interesting clip, that's a that's a yeah, good one. It, yeah, it was pretty cool. And he just sort of like a he had a, like a nice big smirk on his face and he sort of he was sort of quiet and he just said, "Yeah, I, I wear what they give me." And it was literally like a Gotham green color yeah, tie. Yeah, that makes me feel good. It's just one of those things that like. Yeah, well, I guess it's twofold, right? Like it could be, oh, hey, the Jets are going to be the highest bidder for a quarterback. Like I'm going to wear this to scare the Saints, to scare the Panthers, to make them offer more for his brother. I think that's possible. But I I think the little subtleties, I think the Jets reaching out about Carr, even though they weren't able to get to talk to him via trade, I think that meant something to him. Like the Jets were trying to go after him, even though there yeah. was the possibility that maybe Aaron Rodgers was there. And then I'm sure like, you know, him hearing that the Jets reached out about Aaron Rodgers isn't going to rub him the wrong way either. I think he understands it's a business. The dude just got cut after having a no trade clause. He's he's all about the business this past year. But I think if the Jets say, hey, we want you and the personality fits, which I think it does. Like to me, Carr, if I could take Rodgers and put Carr's personality <laughs> on it, it would be perfect. Yeah, I'm going to say probably I'm just going to go on a limb and just saying uh, – mm. I personally think in the next, like what uh, Robbie said, in the next seven to ten days, we'll, we'll probably hear something. If the Jets will probably make a decision with, with within that time. Yeah, I think we hear after the combine. I think we find out Rodgers is going to be able to get moved before the combine. All the questions wind up happening. I got my little calendar over there. That's why I'm <laughs> I'm looking at yeah. it. I uh, I think we'll find out. The beginning of next week that Rodgers is coming back, we're going to find out the Packers are going to trade him. They're going to have conversations over Combine Week, and then Carr and Rodgers will both wind up signing about a week or two before free agency so all of the teams can make yeah. their uh I, I, get I their think Sable will bang on with that 7-10 to 10 day time timeline. Completely agree. NY Jets fan 4, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Uh, all right, we've got Jay joining the show. Jay, how you doing tonight? Jay, can you hear me? It says guest has muted themselves. Can I'm going to put you me? back in the... Ah, oh, I got you. There you go. Oh, <laughs> how you doing, brother? On, boss? I'm all right. Yourself? 
I'm hanging in there. I'm enjoying this whole quarterback hunt, and I'm, I'm hoping we just get a guy that can lead us into yeah. the postseason. Yeah, um, it feels good knowing that we're going to end up with somebody. Um, mm-hmm. I do think I do think we should go the Derek Carr route. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy Rodgers. I like him. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's in the tail end of his career. Um, I mm-hmm. do have a feeling if we do get him and it doesn't work out to his liking um, with the media and all that, I have a feeling he's going to retire after a year and we're going to get screwed. And he's, mm-hmm. in my opinion, he's a very selfish guy. Um, and I don't think he'd have a problem coming in for one year retiring and just mm-hmm. leaving us all fucked up. And I, I just know what's going to happen with him. I just, unfortunately, I, I just That's know. The- it. So, um, that's a fear, right? Like if he's so fed yeah. up with the with the bullshit and he's like, I'm yeah. so done here. The Jets gave up all the picks and like yep. I don't need this. And this isn't this isn't Wisconsin, buddy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're not gonna they're not gonna let him off the hook. You know, he he's in the Midwest, he's in Wisconsin. Um he's probably the most entertaining thing there. So they let him do whatever mm-hmm. he wants. He comes here, you know, they're gonna push him and he's he, I'm telling mm-hmm. you, he's gonna retire after a year. Um, very selfish. He knows he knows that these teams, especially like the Jets, he's not stupid. He knows that we're interested. And he knows that time is the, the clock is ticking and he goes on a four-day retreat or whatever the hell he's doing. Um, I'm just not a fan. And I have a feeling um I really like Robert Sala. And I like the previous um person said, I mm-hmm. read about David Carr, and David Carr, one of the things he mentioned was him and he really liked Sala. Mm-hmm. And, David you know, Carr, Salah's or Derek players, Carr. Yeah, yeah. No, Derek Carr really liked him based on the conversation he had with his brother. Mm. He said I he really he hit sense. it off. I mean, with, he really hit it off with Salah, and that's great. Mm-hmm. I feel like Rodgers, um, despite Salah being like you know a, a player's coach, I feel like I don't know, mm-hmm. man. I, I I just don't see the dynamic working out. I feel like they're not going to be able to tell him anything. They're going to be walking on fucking um on uh, on eggshells. Egg I, I don't know. I think with Hackett, that, like, it's I, a little. I feel like the Hackett Rogers thing. I think they're fine with that. Like it's almost like a, yeah. the the Peyton Manning going yeah. to Denver. Like, hey, just run yeah. the offense. Like we're gonna build it around you. We're gonna try and win a Super Bowl around yep. you. And I think that's what Rogers wants. Yeah. The whole thing with Carr for me that I, I just I it's I go back to like the draft last year and I see the Kayvon Thibodeau versus Sauce and like you could see the talent in Kayvon, but the personality just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And I saw them go with Sauce and I like I look at Rogers and like. I see Rodgers as the best option. It makes the most sense to me. And it feels yes. like it aligns everywhere. But the personality and the the person that is Derek Carr is so fascinating to me. I would love to root for Carr. I really would. Um, and that's not a knock on Rodgers at all. It's just it's, I really like Derek Carr, the person. Probably more than yeah. the quarterback, honestly. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> agree, being... I agree. I agree. I agree. And I don't, I don't – I like the fact that we don't have to give up picks. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and we and we need the help and we need the help, man. We need as much help as we can get. Um, mm. I don't like I, you know. And he's gonna be cheaper, so whatever. So cheaper, it was a pleasure, brother. Sort of. It's 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 cheaper, like on a year per year basis. But Rogers is actually cheaper on a cap hit basis for these next two years. We just yeah. get throttled in that third year. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I cheaper in regards to we're paying the guy and he's actually playing for mm. us. Rather than, you know, Rodgers, you plays for a year or yeah. two and then we're stuck with, you know, whatever yeah, it is. $60 million dollars of money that's not yeah. being used towards yeah. a player. <laughs> at that point. Real, real quick, Jay. before you kick me off, yep. real quick, real yep. quick, real quick. One more question. Go for what it. What do we do at wide receiver? I'm thinking, I'm thinking we cut Davis. Okay. I'm thinking we cut Davis and we, and we give Mims 
an off season, mm-hmm. especially him being a big body. I think uh-huh. I think he could really show. I think he could really show his true talent this year, man. Especially with like a David Carr. I mean so Derek I Carr. Derek Carr. I'm sorry. I I do agree. I think with Corey Davis. I think if you get Carr, you may hold on to Davis as your third wide receiver. That you might you might have Mims in front of Davis in some capacity, trying to get him you know some reps before he walks in free agency. But I think with Rodgers, you wind up cutting um, probably Barrios. Davis. You probably cut Corey Davis, and then you bring in someone like a Cobb to be the backup slot, and then. I, I don't know what to make of Davis. I think it's almost based on however the quarterback coming in feels. Like, is there a player you want? Like, either quarterback could have the option of bringing in a wide receiver they like because we can cut Corey Davis. So that's almost like a perk to signing with us anyway. And I don't know who that would be yeah. if it was Derek I, Carr. Um, Rodgers, I feel like it would be Cobb. I think Lazard probably goes elsewhere. Um, yeah, I don't know. Wide receiver is an interesting one. And I'm not overly concerned because in a worst-case scenario, Mims as number three behind, like, the two tight ends, the three running backs. Like, there's enough, you know, mouths to feed, I think, that, you know, it's not going to yeah. matter too much. But it was, a, it was a pleasure, brother. Take care. Take it easy, brother. You've been injected <laughs> from the Get cockpit. Get out of here! Um, I had one more caller in there, but Bobby's in here now. So, uh, Bobby, we're going to get to you. Bobby, how you doing tonight, brother? How you doing? You're just like next year. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Oh, there's Jet Mike. Jet Mike, we'll get to you after this. Hang in I there. Think, um, how you doing, I Bobby? Think, good. I think you should guys get. Um, I think I like what's his name better. I like Derek Carr better. Yeah, Carr better than Rodgers. Yeah, isn't he much younger than Rodgers? Right. He's a lot younger. Yeah, he's thirty-two years old. He'll be thirty-three, I believe, in March. And Rodgers is thirty-nine years old. Yeah, I wouldn't. Sam Rogers. And what about picking up T. Higgins as a receiver? Can you do that? I don't think we'll do that. I don't think the Jets are going to spend big on wide receiver. If they do, it's going to be on a veteran that wants to win a ring, I think, that may not come oh. super expensive. Like, I could see the Jets... I could see the Jets going out and trying to make a move for Hopkins depending on what contract he well, wants. He, he's old like, he's old like uh, Aaron Rodgers. You really want him? I do want Rodgers. I Rodgers or Carr. I'm fine with either one for different no, reasons. Hopkins, you really want him on your team? Oh, maybe he. If Hopkins wants to play with either Rodgers or Carr, I'd be all about it. Um, yeah, but he's old. I, you gotta give him like a one year contract. That's fine. If you if you're bringing in Rodgers, you're going for one or two years anyway. At that point, I don't yeah. mind going on the side of veterans that want to win because I feel like they'll give that little bit of extra juice and the veteran presence is is valuable in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. I still find myself kind of in like the Rogers has the better chance to win the Super Bowl in the next two years where Carr yeah. gets you a Carl, bunch of lottery tickets for like the next five years, which I think is interesting Carl too. Carr could run better than Aaron Rodgers too. I, I don't know if I'd necessarily say that. I would, I would almost say Rogers runs a little better than, than Carr mm-hmm. Um, just because of the way he shifts around the pocket, I shouldn't even say run. It's really like manipulates the pocket. It's it's he slides he, really he well. Just, he he's gonna need a um what's a uh, walker soon anyway. So he's <laughs> hey, we yeah. saw Brady win a Super Bowl late in his career. Oh, Brady slinging it. Hey, Brady's awesome. Then Aaron Rodgers. There's no comparison. Oh no, I would take I 
I hate Tom Brady so much. I, I would take Rodgers all day. Love yeah, me some. Um, uh, you're a Giants fan, right? The first thing. Who was that guy you talked to in the first like hour or so? Oh, that was Robbie Sabo. He's uh, from Jets X Factor. He's really smart. Dude knows Wait, his stuff. Is he on YouTube too, like you? Yep. Yeah. So if you go to Jets X Factor, he's got a few different guys that do videos. Joe Blewett comes on the show occasionally. Oh. Uh, he does film breakdown. Michael Nania is really popular. I like the guy with the beard that what you got. Uh, oh, man. Green Bean? Yeah. Love Green my Bean. My brother loves Green Bean. You know my brother <laughs> Mike, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Green Bean yeah. and I go way back, even before YouTube and stuff. We were going back and forth on a uh, a Jet forum for a bunch of years oh. before we wound up, like, linking up because of video stuff. But, Bobby, you have How's reached the end of your time. You have been... Don't drop that You're out of here! <laughs> How did I talk to him? I talked to him through the forum. Uh, all right, last caller of the night, we got Jet Mike. How you doing, Mike? Hey, guys, how you doing? Now, I'm thinking we do... Aaron Rodgers for a second and third max or car for $35 million, whatever the best Ooh. option will do. Yeah. I mean, it's, if you could get Rodgers for a second and a third, that's, I don't know how you don't do that. Um, well, let's be realistic. Who's our competitor. If he only wants to go to the New York Jets or be a green Bay Packer. So if those are the only options, yes, but I don't know okay. if they are. I think Vegas could be an option. I think Tennessee is going to be our biggest like hurdle to deal with because Bakhtiari has a home in Tennessee and if Rogers wants to play with him, Rogers already has property in Tennessee. I can see a situation where Matt LaFleur wants to trade the quarterback, obviously to the other conference, but to his former team and former uh, colleague in Mike Rabel. So there, there is like a rationale to want to win, not to mention, I think the NFC or the AFC South is hot garbage right now, even with like the, the Jaguars on the up and up. I could see a situation where he wants to go there. I just think the Jets are a better option for him. Now, the Titans and the Raiders both have better picks than the Jets have, so the Jets are going to have to pay more than any of those other teams. Yes. Yes. I just can't see them wanting to go to Tennessee. Why not? No state income tax. It's an $11 million difference. They're terrible. They they Let's be realistic. You hand the ball off to Derrick Henry. They had a bunch of injuries on the O line. I trust me. I get it. I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch the Jets thing all day. I'm playing devil's advocate here. They're not in a pass offensive lineman type of team. Mm. Yeah, I I don't know. They're, He's thinking about Garrett Wilson. He's thinking about that's Bruce Hall, ABT. Yes. Let's be Elijah realistic. Moore. I mean, he yes. comes in here and they, and he says, "Hey, look." I need a receiver. I need a tackle. If I can get you the tackle in free agency, you're going to get me a wide receiver in the draft. Are you going to like, I think the jets will do whatever they can to surround him with talent. And I think he's going to get the Kings treatment the same way Brady got it in Tampa, the same way, um, you know, honestly, who wouldn't be a terrible signing. And you saw him almost go to green Bay last year would be Odell Beckham. And I, you know, he's a head case, but a head case with Aaron Rodgers may not be the worst decision for a year or two as a veteran receiver if he wants to win a ring. Imagine him coming back to New York. Dude's a head case, but he's a fun head case. <laughs> I can, I'm okay with I can get down too, with that. If we could get him Why under not? the right price. Yeah, yeah. Send him whatever, you know, see how much money we have left over. Yeah, I, look, I think I think Derek Carr ends up somewhere around the $35 million a year range. I had, I had predicted three years, $100 million fully guaranteed. I still, that's where I'm going to kind of, you know, hang my hat on. Who that's knows? Fair. We'll see. I, I would, I would like to see if he winds up going north of 40, then you start like 
kind of panicking no a little way. bit. I, like, I know. No My fear is that he, it, you know, how often do franchise quarterbacks hit the open market? The only time we've really seen it is with Kirk Cousins, and Kirk got a fully guaranteed deal. I heard Daniel Jones wants $45 million. I saw that, and I saw the chat was pretty that? pissed off at me for saying that, but like, if oh there's God. a situation where he hits the open market, he immediately jumps to number. I don't want him. Come on. I man. like Daniel Jones. I really, I, I know like there's people that are, you know, anti giants and all dollars? that. Not for 45. I understand 45 is a lot. Like that's, that's a, that's a big panic move. And I think that's more so because he wants to get franchise tagged than anything else. I, I don't think he actually wants to sign a contract. I think he's seen Kirk cousins in the NFC East. I think he's seen Dak Prescott in the NFC East play on that one year contract fully guaranteed he plays the most protected position in professional sports uh, at least from a football perspective i think he wants to play on the tag that's why he's asking for 45 million because he knows he's not going to get it right now um if the giants allowed him to test the market i think you absolutely should have a conversation with him i think he's josh allen light all day and as long as he doesn't turn the ball over he can be a very dangerous quarterback we'll see what happens right that's gonna be yeah i would i would I think I would rather Jones, Jones's potential over Carr's potential. Like I, like Carr, I know what I'm getting, and I would say Jones has a lower floor than Carr, but I think has a higher floor than has he's a higher ceiling than Carr. Let's be realistic. No, he's not. He's, he's going to get franchise tagged by the Giants. He'll exactly. make forty-two million dollars or, or thirty-two million dollars, whatever it is this year. Saquon's going to get the transition tag, and it's going to be a non-factor. But Jones is yep. an interesting option. Jet Mike, thank you so much for the call. You have been. Aww. Eject from man. the cockpit. Come on, where's my little ejector seat? Where's that thing? Chicken, come on. Uh, I don't know where the chicken is. Chicken didn't want to come out and play. <laughs> All right. Boys and girls, we have got to the end of this stream. And I am hitting a point where I just don't know what we're going to do. Where do we go? What is the right option for the New York Jets? Guys, I want to hear your thoughts down below in the comment section. Are the Jets going after uh, Rodgers? Are they going after Carr? What do they do? Are you going to hang out and watch us tomorrow? Uh, you know, talking Jets panel, all that good stuff. Let me know in the comment section down below. And as always, go Jets. I think every single person in this locker room is a competitor at the highest level. So, yeah, when you feel as if your back's against the wall, you never have to feel like you got to do it by yourself. Under pressure, sacked by Quentin Williams. Got it. You look to your left and your right, you got guys out there with you that, that our whole point is to help each other. This one depends. To be able to go out and, and lead these guys, just to know how hard these guys work and how important it is to them, and then you get that chance to, to lead them. Everything that happened that needed to happen for us, it almost felt like kind of like a sign, like get like a second chance almost. Gets extra pushes, running left. Maybe a little extra life breathing in the locker. Touchdown, Jets!